The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Greetings and welcome to another edition of Talk with a Purpose, the Saturday morning must-listen-to program. On WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Also heard on 1450 AM. And we are always online, always streaming at WPGTalkRadio.com. Good to have you with us as always. And we have a lively show in store for you. Joe Yakovich will return from his dude ranch vacation. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear this story. Because <laughs> they must have brought in special horses. <laughs> to deal with Joe Yakovich. So he'll be here at 11. Of course, he's going to straighten out our finances. That's what he really does. But uh, he provides us uh, some comic relief sometimes. So we'll talk to him at 11 o'clock this morning. And, of course, we got a lot to talk about with regards to Trump and Biden. And uh, we have a little story on President Obama. You're going to really like this. It is It is unbelievable what President Obama said. But that's another story. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. At any time during the course of the show, you want to chime in on whatever we're talking about, feel free to do that at 609-407-1450. And uh, congratulations to John because he called, he started calling at 10 of 9. So he's guaranteed to be first. So we'll talk to him first after Seth. 609-407-1450. I got to give credit, uh, and of course we heard late yesterday that the Trump trial in the documents case is now scheduled for May 24th. Gee, in the middle of primary season, is that designed or what? But the judge who set the date was a judge appointed by President Trump. So I can't figure that out. But nevertheless, scheduling his trial for May 24th in the middle of primary season, I don't know. We'll we'll see where that goes. But I wanted to uh, give a shout out and credit to Senator John Kennedy. He's a Republican. Uh, And no, it's not that John Kennedy. This is John Neely Kennedy for perhaps uttering the line of the week or even the year. He said, after criticizing Joe Biden for a variety of things, if Joe Biden was in charge of the Sahara Desert, it would run out of sand. (laughs) And of course, he listed all the things that Biden has done wrong. But again, caution here, and that's my theme this morning, caution. Uh, then he listed all of the things Biden has done wrong. We, we all know what he's, what he's done wrong. He's, I mean, there's a laundry list of things. But it's important that we keep up the message of Joe Biden. And as he mentioned the other day in Philadelphia, and the president mentioned this, Bidenomics. Now, what is that? Bidenomics? Is that the uh, 9% inflation thing or what? It's 
he says, it's my economic plan in action, <laughs> like sleeping in the White House. <laughs> that's that's an economic plan. <laughs> in his speech, Biden talked about the U.S. leasing space in the Gulf of Mexico to companies to install wind turbines. Oh, <laughs> that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Then he talked about how big these props are. And he was, oh, they're so big. Uh, and we'll talk about our situation a little bit later on, which means we'll probably end up getting them here. But as I said, more, we'll discuss that a little bit later on. The overall theme of Bidenomics is employment is high, which means unemployment is low. And overall, the economy is looking good. And according to Moody's, which rates the economy, it is looking good overall. Improvement in inflation, the receding risk of recession, have a lot to do with the uh, pandemic fading. Gas prices have dropped. So what does this all mean? Joe Biden is still at 34% approval rating. When it comes to the economy. And remember, I sound like a broken record because it is still early. We have a year and a half till the presidential election. Now with this Trump trial, it, it's it's just it always scares me. Could Biden pull this off? I mean, you know, the, the American people could say, oh, well, you know, because the approval rating to me means nothing. It means absolutely nothing right now. Okay, they don't like them. But when it comes time to vote, and we had a caller last week say, I will vote for anybody but Trump. Well, if he's voting for a Democrat, that's throwing the vote away, as I see it. Listen, this, this, is, this is like we're, we're a football team. And we are down, let's say, 30 points in the third quarter. We have an uphill battle and we got to fight hard to make sure that if it's not Donald Trump, if it's Ron DeSantis or Tim Scott or any Republican, that they we got to get them in office. We all have to rally and make sure that Biden doesn't get in because could you see another four years of this? Because he'll be a lame duck when he's in there if he makes four more years. I mean, can you imagine? He'll be 86 if he made four years, four more years. 86 when he left office. <laughs> I mean, an 86-year-old president? I, I, I don't know. I mean, there are some sharp 80-year-olds, but it's not Joe Biden. So that's the danger that I, I, I feel as though this trend is, you know, we see some good numbers. You know, Trump, people are starting to warm up to Trump in some ways. But then again, others are not. Biden's got a 34 percent approval rating. Like I said, that doesn't mean anything because when you go into the polls, when you go into that voting booth and you say, well, you know, it's not that bad. Yeah, this is how bad it is to me. This is how I looked at it yesterday. I was food shopping. So I needed oil. And I bought not, not the olive oil. We know that's more expensive. 
I bought regular, ordinary oil, 40-ounce container. Do you know what the price of that was? I mean, I, I was just shocked because I don't pay attention all the time to prices. Eight ninety-nine, $9 for oil. Boy, am I going to stretch that out. Eight ninety-nine. I mean, it's just so, you know, people don't look at that. In a, in a large sense, they don't look at that. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah, we got jobs. We got this. We got, we got that. We're all right. We're okay. We always survive. Yeah, we always survive. But people working two jobs, three jobs to make ends meet from they were working one before. Now they're working two and three. So it's just what I say is we got to keep the message and, and I said to Seth a couple of weeks ago about this wind turbine thing. He said, we got to keep going. You keep going. You keep fighting. And and we had John Risley on last week. He said, we keep stalling. We keep delaying. We keep making them show more things. So we just got to keep this fight up. We got to convince people that this is – that this democratic regime is bad for the country. That's it. That's it. Plain and simple. Just naming all the things, as as John Kennedy said before, all the things that he did wrong. <laughs> and if he ran the Sahara Desert, <laughs> he would run out of sand. <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that. I'm going to use that line for, for <laughs> some some days in other situations. But it's a great line. Keep up the pressure, Donald Trump for president. That's what we got to say. Seth Grossman is here and ready to talk to you at uh, libertyandprosperity.com. He's ready for the meeting almost, but he's got to do his uh, little blurb here on the show before that. So, Seth, we bring him in, and welcome to the show, Seth. Yes, oh, oh, thank you. And, of course, libertyandprosperity.com breakfast discussion every Saturday morning in Summers Point. At uh, It says Sal's Cafe on the door and on the sign but if you look it up online, it says it still says Sal's coal-fired pizza, even though they have a breakfast in the breakfast room. Well, you're not going to hear me say anything about Donald Trump this morning because when I said something about Donald Trump last week, uh, there was a half-hour argument as to uh, what I'm allowed to say about Donald Trump you know, because our club is, is divided. I'd say about 70% for Trump, 30% the other way. Uh, and so uh, after a 30-minute discussion as to what I could say about Donald Trump, the unanimous consent was nothing. So uh, <laughs> if you want to hear me talk about Donald Trump, I'll say it in the, in the privacy of, uh, or, of our open breakfast meeting uh, every Saturday morning from 9.30 to 10.30. But you will hear me talk about the ocean wind turbines. In today's press, that's Saturday's press of Atlantic City, they had an editorial Costs pile up for, for uh, New Jersey being first in offshore wind. And the take of that editorial by the press is that uh, wind turbines are like eight-track tapes. They're obsolete technology that's not perfected yet. And it's absolute insanity. Uh, even if you believe in the idea of wind energy, we have not come close to making it work. Um, and, of course, you've heard me talk many times as to why it can't work. You've had, um, you know, the, the most brilliant uh, 
engineers in America, scientists, Thomas Edison, who invented the light bulb, and got together with Henry Ford, uh, who invented, mass-produced the, uh, the, the automobile. And the two of them spent about 15, 20 years to try to make um, you know, renewable electricity, try to make electric cars. Uh, they, they said the tech, you can't do it. Uh, so maybe if something comes up in the future, that's fine. So anyway, the more we learn about how awful the wind turbines are, the more the government approvals are issued. Uh, they got the federal approval, um, Orsted did, Orsted got uh, uh, basically a, a, a million, multi-million dollar subsidy that raises our electric bills, raises our taxes uh, to pay for the wind turbines. Uh, there's um, going to be hearings next week. We all know what the answer is going to be, but don't give up because the more information we bring out, the more we delay things, we, the more we make them follow the technicalities. Uh, maybe we can't stop every single wind turbine, but maybe we'll have the um, political influence to stop it after just maybe one or two, which won't be as damaging as to have uh, 300 or even 1,000 out in the ocean. So don't give up. Uh, we, we have signs outside our Liberty and Prosperity office in Summers Point, 453 Shore Road. Anybody is welcome to pick up a sign to display it. Anyone's willing to pick up a postcard to hand it out. If you'd like to work with your kids or work with somebody to systematically hand out our cards uh, on the beach, the boardwalk, 96th Street in uh, Stone Harbor, uh, and wherever people get together, uh, please contact us and we'll, we'll tell you how to do it. Now those postcards again are useful because they give all the arguments why the wind turbines uh, can't, um, when I say they don't work, they can't produce usable electricity. Yeah, they produce electricity, just like lightning produces electricity, but uh, you can't use it. Uh, so nothing's more useless than something you can't use. Um, so uh, try to help us get the word out. Now, now the press of Atlantic City, of course, has a split personality. Although they are recognizing the evil and uh, the uselessness of these wind turbines, they still promote that woke agenda in what's called the 360 section of their paper. And, and, and that always has like the woke, it reminds me of uh, back years ago, you had a, when, when the communists were running Russia, you had a newspaper called Pravda. And Pravda would tell you what the party wanted, what the agenda was for that week, what the, what the party believed in. And of course, what the party believed in this week was often completely the opposite of what the party believed in the week before. But George Orwell pointed that out in his book, 1984. Uh, they, they, all they believe in is that the party is always right, do what we're telling you this week, and all they care about is whatever they have to do or say to stay in power. But in any case, the press of Atlantic City is, is doing these endless uh, reports on the horrible heat wave going on in Texas, Arizona, and, um, and, and New Mexico. But what they don't tell you is it this, and they're saying, see, this is proof that we need wind turbines to, to you know, stop this horrible climate change. But what, what they don't tell you is they're having unusually cold weather in the Midwest. And, and we were having an unusual cold May and June. Remember how cold it was in May and June? Yeah. You didn't think we we're going to have a summer. Yeah. But, but the thing is, it all averages out. And, and so far, there's no evidence of, um, of any unusual hot weather. Uh, for example, in Europe, uh, Italy's having a hot summer, but Germany, England, France, uh, they're all having a cold summer. 
so uh, it, we, and we have all that posted, by the way, on our libertyandprosperity.com website. So um, go, whatever I don't go to, you know, get to talking to you on the radio, please go to the website. There are a lot of new posts. You know, um, the other, yeah. There was another uh, editorial, which uh, I will talk about later. Uh, these liberal newspapers, I mean, they just, they're relentless. There was a there was an editorial in the Inquirer saying, "Oh, the people of South Jersey are foolish. They're against these wind turbines. They're 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 really missing the boat." <laughs> well, 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 you really uh, could see the propaganda because yeah. I I happen to use Microsoft. So as soon as I get up in the morning, I turn on my computer. I uh, I I get what's called the Microsoft Bing News. And, and like it has like eight top news items and the eight top news items are saying the same thing that the Philadelphia Inquirer says that the New York Times says that the press of Atlantic City says in that 360 se- session, um, it, you know, and, and that's like the party line. That's what the agenda is for this particular um, week. And uh, and then you'll you'll hear it even as much. I hate to say it on the top of the hour news. Uh, even on uh, on this station, Fox News Radio, it's always promoting uh, this this woke left agenda, which always means that whatever uh, the government wants to give more money, more power, more control to the government, um, and and to insult anyone who stands up to oppose them, uh, that's the only consistency. But uh, by, by the way, uh, on last Monday, I was part of a very powerful program at the New Life Assembly Church. Um, which was sponsored by Ethel Hermanow of LifeNet, uh, Pastor Kevin Bernard of the uh, New Life Assembly Church there. And it was really um, uh, a symposium on what has gone wrong with America uh, since the 1960s. And everybody had a different uh, point of view. But uh, there was a general agreement that we, that the real problem is that we as a nation failed to teach our younger generations, what it was that made America special and great, uh, failed to teach just the basic American values of love your neighbor as yourself, of being responsible for your own actions, of uh, not lying or cheating to take away from somebody else, to love your neighbor as your, yourself, the Ten Commandments, uh, all that. And uh, and I have to, to say there were about 150 to 200 people there and we had 30 people sign up for Liberty and Prosperity uh, email updates. So that was the biggest uh, number of people signing up that we've ever had. And again, a lot of different views were presented, but all sort of struggling uh, to figure out where we went wrong in 1965 and what we have to do to change it. And, and that brings up something else. So that was on Monday. And yesterday, there was a fascinating piece um, that was posted on Twitter uh, by a guy called um, uh, Pedro Gonzalez, and he was quoting a, an article by Michael Anton. And it was the case of the first, first patient in America who was diagnosed with clinical depression uh, for anxiety and fear of the collapse of America. Her name was Joan Didion, uh, uh, D-I-D-I-O-N. In 1968, she was a prominent writer named Woman of the Year by the Los Angeles Times, and suddenly she got physically ill, and when they were analyzing what made her ill, it was because she thought there was no hope for America 
uh, because the country had gone crazy. And this is in 1968. So it's funny how something totally unrelated sort of ties to uh, what I was talking about at the, um, at the New Life Assembly Church in Egg Harbor Township Monday night. Well, you, you, uh, you get around, don't you? <laughs> I, I do. Well, well uh, but um, among other things, so what can we do to teach our children? And that's what a lot of us were talking about. And, of course, it starts with teaching your own children. And, and my speech was uh, it's too late for me to worry about my own girl, uh, children because, you know, I'm 74 and they're grown already. So it's what grandparents and aunts and uncles have to do to help uh, our children and our nieces and nephews uh, raise their children. And it means, you know, helping them homeschool if necessary. It means stepping in uh, to, to have our kid to read with our children, uh, get them decent books to read. And also means writing checks so they can get the uh, go to the daycare, go to the private schools they have to go to or the church or synagogue schools uh, to learn proper values. But an, another thing uh, to do is school board elections. Uh, school board elections uh, will be this November. Most towns have nine member school boards. Three school board members are elected to three-year terms uh, every year. And uh, it's not too late. The deadline, if you want to be a candidate for the school board in your town, is July 31st, a week from this coming Monday. So it's a short period of time. But if you act now, there's a lot you can do. And I'm very proud that a lot of folks from uh, Ocean City, from Upper Township, from Galloway, are putting together... Uh, slates of candidates and the key thing about running for school board like anything else in politics it's a team sport it's not where you just you know go pick up a petition online you get 10 signatures you put yourself on the ballot you have to put some thought into it you've got to talk to people already active in the schools you've got to talk to other people who are concerned you want to run as a team uh, it's perfectly legal for three people uh, instead of running as a separate candidate, to bracket together as a team, as a ticket. It's very important to go to the political leadership, the political club, your councilman, your township committee, so that instead of just going in trying to fix the whole system by yourself, with a team, there's a lot you could do. And, uh, and, and anyone who has any questions, contact us at Liberty and Prosperity. Show up at the Saturday breakfast meeting because uh, uh, we've given a lot of good advice to people who – We've actually had people who would run as a candidate by themselves. Uh, they'd lose. They get all disgusted and discouraged. They come to Liberty and Prosperity meeting. They learn just a few simple techniques. And uh, next time they run, they're the top vote getter. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's all a matter of skill. And it's almost like going into combat. Uh, if you want to go into combat, you take basic training. You have to learn how to use your weapon. You have to learn tactics. Yeah. You have to yeah. learn how to use with others. Yeah. So um, that's that's one of the things we're doing. So you recommend that people run for the school board in their in their community, right? If you care enough to complain, if you care enough to write letters to the other, if you care enough to call on talk radio and complain, then you definitely have enough time. You have enough energy uh, to to be a candidate. And I, I hate to quote Woody Allen, but Woody Allen said ninety percent of success in life is just showing up. So uh, just by becoming a candidate. Even if you don't win uh, the first time, you're going to learn a lot, and you're going to win respect. So uh, uh, we, we could talk about that in detail, but it's all posted on our Liberty and Prosperity uh, website, libertyandprosperity.com. And uh, did you cover everything? 
no, no. We, we have <laughs> we, 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 we have our our teaching calendar uh, for 2024, which teaches a lesson every month about uh, you know how liberty created the prosperity in uh, South Jersey. Very specific, because right now, and we have this posted on our website as well. Uh, the narrative that's been pumped into the heads of our young people since the 1960s is America is an evil country. It was uh, created by these white, Christian, European, toxic men who came from Europe and wiped out the Native Americans. And then they went to Africa and they rounded up blacks and they brought them here as slaves. And then... Uh, they built factories that poison the planet, and that's where all our wealth and money comes from. Uh, one crime after another, so the only good thing that our kids could do is to destroy our country of America and pay reparations to all the innocent victims that we hurt. Now, that, of course, is a total lie, uh, and we posted a, a great video from uh, PragerU on our website. It's a five-minute video which undoes... Uh, all of those uh, evil, big lies about America. But it, it's not enough just to refute those lies. Uh, what our calendar does is it gives uh, each month, it gives stories about people we actually heard of here in South Jersey, uh, of all races, of all ethnic groups, the uh, men, women, how they came here. They were, had a free society. We had low taxes. We had laws that treated everybody equally. And America was never perfect. But you could see right here from the history of Atlantic City, history of Cape May, history of Ocean City, history of Egg Harbor Township, uh, how we brought more wealth, more justice, more happiness, more opportunity than any other uh, society or, civil, or, or country in the, in the world. And we bring that out not just through our website, but through that calendar project. And I urge everybody, uh, and this project is costing us 6000 bucks. Uh, thanks to uh, you know, Atlanta County and Denny Levinson, they got us a historical grant that paid for half of this project. But we still need um, uh, help for the other $3,000. And uh, we, we have an ad page. You can buy an ad for $1,000 for the full page in the calendar. But you can get a business card uh, listing for as little as $100. So we're, uh, we have two weeks to sell those uh, ads or sponsorships. That's what we're working on right now. Oh, by the way, did you get my email? Yes, I did. Okay, they'll be prou proud to have uh, <laughs> uh, a, a, a you know I wash your hand. What what do they say in Italian? Un mano lava l'altra, something like that. <laughs> yeah. you know, one hand washes the other. Right. But yes, we get the truth out. And there there is one more thing I, I'd like to yeah. uh, say, and that is, of course, Kamala Harris going to Florida and uh, denouncing uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. Oh yes, for, I heard that. Uh, Reevaluating Black history. Uh, but the, the thing, and, and nobody is saying that slavery uh, was good or positive, but if you look at the end result, if you're black, would you rather be living here in America in a country founded by white slave owners? Well, not, not all. I mean, Benjamin Franklin, John Adams were dead set against uh, slavery from the beginning, as was uh, Richard Stockton, uh, who they named Stockton College out of. But even so, would you rather be living in this country uh, where, where and Amer Americans never uh, went to Africa to capture slaves? Uh, Americans bought slaves from blacks in Africa who were selling 
uh, other people in Africa as slaves. But would you rather be a descendant of, uh, of, of the people who founded this country, or would you rather be living in Africa descended from the blacks who sold other blacks into slavery? So why, why are we evil and they're good? Uh, or if you're black, would you rather be living in Haiti? In Haiti, uh, when they won their independence, they killed all the whites who lived in Haiti and stole their property. Are blacks living in Haiti better off than blacks living in America? When Atlantic City sent, uh, I guess, eight uh, students to South Africa, uh, would those students who went to South Africa, are they saying, oh, gee, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just being oppressed living in this horrible America. I wish I could live in South Africa. As soon as I get out of high school, I'm going to move to South Africa. Do you have that? Uh, how many uh, blacks living in Atlantic City, uh, Pleasantville, Millville, and Bridgeton, uh, you know, with Democratic, you know, black mayors and city council? If they had the money, would they rather live there or would they rather live in Egg Harbor Township, Galloway Township, Mays Landing? So, in other words, it's a complicated issue. And the reason it's complicated is because um, really the, the Bible teaches us uh, th this lesson. Uh, Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. That was an evil thing to do. But uh, when there was a famine and starvation in the land, it turned out that, that Joseph, the guy who got sold into slavery in Egypt, uh, built a, a life for himself, became a success, and became the second most powerful man in Egypt. And because of that wealth and, uh, and power, he was, he was able to save his brothers who had sold him into slavery. So life is complicated. And, and to teach the, our children this, this thing that America is evil uh, because of things that happened 300 years ago or 150 years ago, uh, when we learn from what we did, it's almost like, uh, you know, like a person saying, uh, when I was a teenager, when I was 10 years old, I did stupid things. Am I evil because I did stupid things when I was 10 years old or 15 years old or 16 years old? No, because I went through the experience of doing stupid and maybe even evil things, I made myself a better person, so judge me by who I am today. So that's all that uh, you know, Ron DeSantis with that new uh, Black History cu uh, curriculum is teaching. It's to learn that, yes, there was evil in the past, but out of that evil, good came out of it, and we have to build on the good that came out of it and not uh, you know, blame people today uh, for evil that happened one, two, three hundred years ago. So uh, we have all that, by the way, posted on our uh, Liberty and Prosperity site, but that's really the reason why we're doing this teaching calendar to show how, um, you know, out of what, what was wrong in the past, how for, for 300 years, America and especially New Jersey uh, created more wealth, opportunity, uh, justice and happiness than any other culture in the history of the world. So that's our liberty and prosperity message. And Gee, I'm late for my meeting. You're really I late. I mean, here. you're really late. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Right, look it up online. Okay. <laughs> Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity, the website, libertyandprosperity.com. I'm John DeMassey. We will get started with the phone calls on Talk With a Purpose. We have John, we have Craig, and we have Dennis in that order, and maybe you at 609-407-1450. We'll get started after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, 
Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. And of course, Joe Yakovich coming in at 11 o'clock this morning. So we'll look forward to that. But now we have John in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're going to get started with uh, the first call, Talk of the Purpose. Morning. Awesome. Good morning. Yeah, in regards to what uh, Mr. Grossman was just talking about, it was in February, uh, March 1807, that our Supreme Court issued an injunction, no more importation of African slaves into America. It was actually the shipping companies out of uh, New York City and the fat, fat cat plantation owners in the South that worked right around that law by taking advantage of the transatlantic trade, slave trade, which was ran by black and Arab Muslims and Spanish and Portuguese, not white Anglo Protestants. So we're all part of the same hypocrisy. I got bad news for people. We, we all share, we share, we all share in the blame of it all. And uh, yeah, it is a disgrace, but it's the past. It's gone. But, uh, but you know what? When I don't do my homework, I have to back, come back and correct myself now. Uh, actually, his, uh, Murphy's ability to own that $7.3 million villa estate in Parano, Italy. Is due to him being a Goldman Sachs boy. That's and right. His, his uh, fortune, his fortune started at fifty million bucks. It doesn't end there. <laughs> but uh, if you were to exchange uh, the American dollar for the uh, Italian lira, the average Italian, rich Italian, cannot afford that. If you look into it for yourself, it's, it's actually a town within a town. And Pirano, Italy, is one of the most gorgeous places in Italy too. So he knows he knows his stuff when he bought that property, and he can always escape there when the bottom drops out. Isn't that special? And also, was a Maxine Waters' husband uh, was an ex NFL football player, so that would explain a four million dollar mansion. And also, that schmuck uh, over in <laughs> he, he's a bozo man at um, Pelosi. Paul Pelosi. He's actually, a, I think, he's a senior advisor in venture capital firm, financial leasing services. That would explain him being a millionaire either. What I want to know about uh, Biden say the rich must pay, pay their fair share. I'm wondering if he's talking about the apparatus within the Democrat Party. Yeah. Because actually, just recently, he sold uh, a, a Florida uh, beach house that was worth six million bucks for like one point three five million dollars. So he's not much of a businessman either. And this is uh, from the Wall Street Journal. In his own words, Joe Biden was seduced by real estate. The Democrat presidential candidate spent decades buying ever larger houses in his states, frequently stressing his personal finances. Now here's a dude that never did anything but was but being a uh, a lifelong uh, politician. So 
there's no way that he could have afforded all these different properties. No, on the dog. no, no, he yeah, couldn't. He, yeah, he's a DuPont boy. Yeah, that's right. Now, as far as uh, what we're going to do on November 5th, 2024, whether it's going to be President Trump, you know, uh, President Trump's going to stand off against that adult Biden. He can do what Mr. Reagan did to uh, Carter. Do you want four more years of this nonsense, or do you or don't you? Because I, I have a way better plan. And uh, now I, I heard it's going to be Gavin Newsom and his running mate's going to be Gretchen Whitmer. That's what I've heard. But either way, I mean, they, they roll in their states, too. But, uh, oh, yeah. How can, how, how can we convince? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I, 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 right. I mean, um, Newsom, he was almost thrown out of office. I mean, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand it. I really don't. And there's and there's there's actually ten cities in Sacramento. So do you want that? And do you want that to spread across the rest of America? I don't. Thanks no, for letting me call no. John. Thanks for the call. Well, no, we don't want that. But uh, those who don't think like we do, we don't know what they're thinking. But they're not thinking straight. That's for sure. Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. I'm John DeMassey. We'll talk to Craig after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you. Got a couple of open lines at six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. We will get back to more talk with the purpose in just a moment. But first, it is that time of year. Time to vote for BF Mazio, best of the press. What you do is actually not vote. This is the nomination phase. This is like the political season, you know, <laughs> the nomination and the voting. I mean, it's a, it's a two part thing. Nominate us for best of the press and best uh, uh, best produce store and best gift baskets. That's what you do. And you go to pressofatlanticcity.com slash contests and you you nominate BF Mazio for uh, best of the press, for best gift baskets and best produce store. And of course, BF Mazio has everything when it comes to uh, fine fresh fruit and produce. And you know, it's interesting, uh, my niece was over yesterday and her husband he likes artichokes. So I happen to have a couple of artichokes, and I made them for him. And he says, I never saw them. Well, he lives in uh, Gloucester County. So there's no B.F. Mazio in Gloucester County, okay? I said, well, they have them there all the time. See, it's 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 what you what you get at B.F. Mazio. It's something different, something special. It's it's like a, a gourmet specialty. So, But they have them there all the time. So I made them for him. He really enjoyed it. It's just, just a little thing there. But B.F. Mazio, of course, is the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Uh, and, of course, the summertime... Fresh fruit is plentiful. I mean, you talk about fresh fruit. It's all there. B.F. Mazio and some gourmet items, too. I mean, there are so many things, and I I, I want to do this someday, but it would take me an hour to do it. <laughs> List all of the specialties that they have. You just go in and check it out for yourself. Online at bfmazio.com. bfmazio.com is the website. It's bfmazio 601 New Road Northfield. 601 New Road Northfield. It's BF Mazio. Back with more. Talk with a purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. 
Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Act Weather Forecast for South Jersey. Less humid today with clouds and sun high 88, clear tonight with a low of 64. A bit of sunshine tomorrow with a high of 91. Monday kicking off your week, more humid, a thick cloud cover in the morning, then a mix of clouds and sun in the afternoon with a high of 84. For weather anytime, go to actweather.com. For AccuWeather, I'm Cheryl Golden on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net, jdadv1 at comcast.net. Get a lot of emails during the week, and uh, thanks to Kevin, because he sent me the email about uh, Senator John Kennedy, so... <laughs> that did my open for me, right? Thanks a lot for that. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon. Craig is in Northfield. Craig, good morning. You're on Talk with the Purpose. Well, good morning, John. Good morning, Craig. Hey, I got to tell you, I want to say uh, uh, to my aunt, my wife's aunt, Marie. Yeah. Good morning. She told me she listens when we're on there. She says, keep up the good work. I don't know if she's talking about you or me. I don't I have no idea. Well, listen, but, you, uh, you scored brownie points with your wife. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, uh, sometimes I need those. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, I, I know you do. Yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I could be a handful, I'm sure. But that's okay. My wife said that uh, she, she likes somebody with a strong spirit. <laughs> Oh, and, well, and that's no, you. <laughs> that is, that, there's no question. So, uh, got four things here, so I'll be quick. Uh, the Black Sea, you see what's going on there with Russia? Yes. What happened? You tell me. You're, 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 it's your dime. Go okay. ahead. So, anybody that wants to, uh, you know, bring into the port of Ukraine now, like our ships, you know, that are bringing in, you know, those supplies, they're going to, uh, Russia takes that now. As an offensive move, oh, so that, that you could be bringing in arms into the Ukraine. Now that's not really a good thing. That could bring up a lot of high tension there. You, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Okay, I did bring that up to you. Be careful what you ask for. I said that to you two years ago, didn't I? Yes, yes. All right, all right. Uh, what a week we had down in Washington D.C. Didn't we have a week down there? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I got to tell you, if that was a stove down there, I got to tell you, all five burners were burning. <laughs> I know right. most stoves have four burners, but we got a fifth one going here. That Marjorie Taylor Greene. Man, oh, day, did you see that poster thing that she put pop yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, I won't say nothing. But it appears that Hunter's paralegal 
uh, goes way above the job description, don't you think? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I promised Chris Coleman that I would be gentle on that one. Yeah, well, so he doesn't have to hit the button, all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because we couldn't really describe what was going on in that picture that yeah. she showed all of Congress. Now, uh, what uh, JFK said about all that. You know, because the next day he had his trial. You saw that, and you brought yeah. him up about what yeah. he said. Yeah. But what, what what do you think came out of that trial besides, you know, what he said about, uh, you know, I heard you about Biden, about the sand. He could even mess that up. But go ahead. What do you think came out of that uh, for you? I, I, I mean, well, as always, Biden is just a, a non-entity. That's, that's, that's a foregone conclusion. But uh, I really didn't take much out of that other than that. But what would you take out of it? Well, I took out of that how a Democrat could get ostracized, not by Republicans, but by his own team. Yeah. So, you know, and what he really said was, if you're anybody that listened, those people, those specialists, you know, the ones from the CIA, the FBI, all those intelligence people that came out and said that, you know, there, that there, there was no such thing as the laptop from hell yeah i'm allowed to say that right yeah you're allowed he to say, yeah. said that those people need to be investigated as to who coerced them into saying that so we need to have a hearing with those guys coming back and and what we did what 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 we i mean beyond that we also saw how social media really condemned him yeah and and pulled all his stuff right yeah and and then there was that um, Watsman Schultz. Do you remember what her first name is? Debbie. Susan De- Watson. De- Debbie, Debbie Wasserman Wa- Schultz. Thank you so much. Man, is she a piece of work. Did you hear her? Uh, I heard about her. Yeah, I, I didn't hear it, it itself, but I heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, what, I got to tell you, if. She's right up there with Nancy Pelosi distorting the truth, when yep. I tell you. Yep. I mean, did you hear what she said about uh, about the Jewish people when, you know, when Robert Kennedy, Robert Kennedy comes out and he talks about these the, these things, that, that these uh, pharmaceutical drugs, everything that he says is backed up and how she switched. Yeah. Everything that he said, yes. he actually he actually called her a liar. Didn't yes, he? yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. So, John, I, I want to leave you with this because I want to. I like to end up with a little fun. But before I do, I want to go to Northfield real quick. You know, I know our mayor uh, Chow is trying to put in a seniors home over there in the county area and says it won't cost our city anything because the archdiocese is going to build it, but. People from Northfield, learn one thing. Go look at how many times we have to go over there for the county building for the people that we're taking care of over there with our ambulance and why our ambulance squad costs so much and why we need so many fire department people because of that. So if we put that in, who's going to send the ambulance there? Because it's not going to be the county building. The city of Northfield will pick up the tab for the whole county for servicing the ambulance. Now, I want to talk to you, John. Uh, about our bet, our second bet. Oh, what's that? Well, Zucker and, uh, uh, you know, Zucker. And, okay. Um, 
Uh, what's the guy's name? Elon oh, Musk. Elon. Elon Musk. Okay, so you got Elon, right? Yeah, I got him. Yeah, okay. You're, you're absolutely sure it was absolutely. double or nothing? Absolutely. I, I absolutely. did a little research. Absolutely. Double you or know, nothing? You know, okay, Zucker's a black belt. Okay. I just want to tell you. Okay, well, that's all right. Okay, you know, I just want to let you know, so, you know. Uh, <laughs> Listen, you just want a couple of dinners. That's a, that's what you're angling for. I'm so. not going to go to a couple dinners. I'm going to double down, but when you see what I order, I'm go- you thought you were, you're going to need a pacemaker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, if we do that, I would like to, 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 to you to invite uh, Bob from Cape May. Yeah, okay. Because... I, I, I've been a little rough with him, and I enjoy him so much. Yeah, okay. he's a good friend. Okay. okay, all right. There you go. Thanks for all the right. call, Craig. Appreciate it. Talk for the purposes of the show. Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. We're coming up on a break, and then we'll talk to Steve in Abseekin Island, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Coming back, more show. And actually, final thoughts in hour number one after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial services llc is not an affiliated company back here on talk with a purpose let's get back to the phones steve and abseek and island steve good morning welcome to talk with a purpose good morning john i'm calling you a bit early today that's all right um, typically i wait to see what the topics are then i uh, am <laughs> in but this time i think i'm going to present one um some of the topics about trump uh being in the debate i don't think he should be in the debate I don't think there's any um, gain for him because it's really not a debate. It's really akin to a battle royale, over the top rope, free for all wrestling match. Yep. And Trump is and Trump is Adrian uh, Andre the Giant. Where yeah. They're all attacking him and trying to throw him over the rope. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good analog, and so and and quite honestly, there's no real Roberts rules of generally accepted parliamentary procedures that go on with these debates. It's typically the network that creates the rules and are always different. So what I would suggest is something akin to either a March Madness bracket where every candidate in the primary 
um, debates one another and then have, you know, the voting audience vote on who thinks they won the debate. Now, I'm being a little, I mean, it's not a crazy idea, really, when you think of it, because then you'll be able to get really in-deep questions and answers from the two debaters versus a shouting match where you're trying to hear what one candidate has to say over another. And perhaps some of the lesser-known candidates might have some good ideas that people aren't even thinking about. Yeah. Or Right? Yeah. Um, you know, with that said, are you familiar with um, High Lie that they play in Florida? Uh, not really, no, no. Okay, it's, you know, mm. it's a, it's a sport-slash-betting Similar yeah. to, like, the dog track. Yeah, one of yeah. The, I know they're big in Florida, yeah. Yeah, and they play with the uh, the hard ball, and the, they throw it against the ball. So it's Typically, here's how it works. Team one plays team two. If team one wins, team one plays team three. If team three wins, team three plays team four. Yes. And they, and they play three rounds, and then the winners, uh, the, the top one, two, and three winners, you know, it, it, uh, uh, become essentially the, the the front runners, or you know, they're the winners of the of the of the race, if you will. Three legs to the race out of ten teams. You know, you could do something like that instead of a bracket where you know, if win team if the candidate one beats candidate two, candidate one progresses to the next round. You could do something where there's three rounds of debates where. Uh, every, every everybody gets a chance to debate uh, at least once, or at most maybe three times. You know, t- candidate one debates candidate two, they win. Then candidate one debates candidate three, three wins. Candidate three debates candidate four, and, and eventually, you know, it propagates up to the top uh, who has the best persuasion, yes. the best marketing ideas, the best. Uh, person who can articulate their ideas because after all john isn't a politician similar to like what you do for a living which is you're persuading people to buy somebody's product yeah yeah you have to you you have to be friendly about it yeah and you have to be able to articulate those ideas in a way that perhaps a person who ordinarily wouldn't think about that product now says "Hmm, maybe i should try it out that's a good analogy too I never thought of it that way. <laughs> I just do it, and, and you know? That's why, and that's why, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, when we're all looking at Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, you know, you see what their policies are about, but it's how they implement them. And that's why there's a fracture in the Trump-DeSantis arenas. I, I think a lot of people, I, I like Trump's policies and I like DeSantis's policies. I think <clears> they're almost one and the same what do you think you know, i i definitely think so and i think i i think i read um a couple of weeks ago that trump was thinking about not attending this uh, august 23rd debate so you might be right on with uh, th- this whole process i'm not sure if he's going to or not but i heard that he wasn't so yeah he doesn't have anything to gain you're right i mean he has nothing to gain by attending so he's not he's not going to get any real talk time no, because no. there's going to be too many candidates yeah. on the stage. Yeah. So yeah. so if the if 
if the policies that they want to talk about reducing taxes, reducing government spending and protecting the vote, if those are the three main policies of today, of today's topics that have been being talked about and debated uh, ad infinitum, they're, they're not going to be able to talk about that. I think the domestic policies are paramount in this country. Yes. I, I truly believe that what uh, your guest, um, Seth. Yes. Uh, I forget his last name. Grossman. Seth yeah, Grossman. Seth Grossman. <laughs> he, he's right. See, the government has too much power because they collect too many taxes. They spend too much and give away money to too many different people. And they're not protecting the vote. So like a three-legged stool, if, if, if any of those things are broken, the stool's not stable, right? That's right. That's right. So, so, you know, you can't reduce taxes if spending keeps increasing. And you can't stop them from spending if you can't swap out your politicians yeah, based on the that, vote. That's right. That's right. Uh, Steve, we're up against it here. Uh, we're coming up on the news, so thanks a lot for the call. Our number one is just about in the books. <laughs> wow, where did it go? Our number two on the way. Talk with a purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. You know what we say at this point. Our number one in the books. Our number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassi. Hour number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassi. Nice to have you with us today here on the show. And a beautiful day it is. Hope you get out there and take advantage of it. Listen to us first, and then you go out, okay? <laughs> want to thank uh, Phyllis from Ocean City. Uh, Phyllis has written me before, but um, she uh, wrote to... This is concerning this uh, Marine, Daniel Penny, um, and she says that she supports him. And she wrote a letter to his attorney, which is Thomas Keniff. Um, the attorney is in New York, and uh, she supports Daniel Penny. And by the way, uh, Phyllis is a, a retired mental health uh, field professional, uh, worked in psychiatric units and so forth, and uh, she's the widow of a Marine. So um, this this whole situation of um, Daniel Penny, who intervened, when a, um, I guess he was a Michael Jackson impersonator, but he was on the subway and he said, oh, I'm going to kill you all. And, and so Daniel Penny and another um, passenger on the subway intervened and uh, they took him down and uh, wait, 
waited for police to get there and so on and so forth. But uh, she's writing to uh, his attorney and just supporting him. So uh, a, a good job for Phyllis. She writes good letters. I mean, she really does write good letters. <laughs> and she sent one to uh, to Seth and to me and uh, to some others. So uh, we'll, we wish uh, Daniel Penny luck, and we thank her for doing that. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Uh, let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s biggest problem with the, the use of nuclear fission as, as opposed to nuclear fusion, which is we don't have... Uh, we don't have the uh, wherewithal to uh, use that right now. Uh, nuclear fusion would, enter, would just revolutionize green energy with its fusion torch technology. But that being said, they say one of the big advantages of nuclear power is that it is clean and provides pollution-free power with no green ga- greenhouse gas emissions. However, this type of energy has some drawbacks that pushed many countries to find safer alternatives. One of its main disadvantages is nuclear waste. And it goes on to say how much, and then some say that's exaggerated, and some say you know we have to we have to uh, measure the pros and the cons together, and uh, you don't put all your eggs in one basket. That's all, because actually, as a matter of fact, it was that that great mind uh, Nikola Tesla that invented the nuclear, that invented hydroelectricity. It was backed by um, Westinghouse money, and they opened up the first hydroelectric plant, real hydroelectric plant, and that was in Niagara Falls, called the. Uh, Tesla Westinghouse Niagara Falls hydroelectric plant. Also, in 1909, that was in 1896. In 1909, Great Falls, we opened up one in Great Falls, North Jersey. Uh, and also in uh, 1914, I believe, they opened up 14, uh, actually, uh, it was an LA aqueduct with 14 hydroelectric plants built into it. So we, we stopped developing hydroelectricity with the advent of World War II and the concomitant discovery of oil in Saudi Arabia. Now, how come we're not pursuing that? Because that's also a uh, Zero uh, greenhouse emissions, gas emissions as well. We could be, we could be, we have 240 main streams and uh, waterways in America, and 12 of those rivers and tributaries can be used for hydroelectricity. How come we're not doing that? Because it's that's not a, big money for the big shots. That's right. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. 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 Now, here's the thing. I mean, I, I, I like a lot of Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s ideas, and some of them are just too weird for me. Like, like you know, um, legalizing psychedelic drugs is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard of. But anyway, <laughs> um, he, he had the great idea about building a wall in certain key areas and then have uh, the access of uh, open land being guarded by security patrols. Now, I, I like uh, Jesse Ventura's idea of bringing our soldiers back from those 70 outposts spread around the world and bring them home and have them to guard the southern border. But see, there's so many ideas that we, we have We have real solutions that we can come to a bipartisan uh, agreement with, but, but uh, we're so divided against each other, and those powers that be like it that way, as a matter of fact, and they, they want an open border for whatever reason. They yeah. want to have uh, yeah. free, I, I, I guess, cheap labor, I guess it is, and I, I always have people voting Democrat, looks like. But here's the thing, though. When America goes down altogether, we're going to go down altogether, and we have, and we're, we're letting people running our country into the ground run the show. That is a shame. We we can't let them do what they did November third, twenty twenty, on November fifth, twenty twenty four. That's what I have to say. Thank you. Thank you, John. Thanks for the call. As always, well thought out. John's calls are always well thought out and well researched. 
Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, 609-407-1450. A rare moment in the show where we have a couple of open lines. So if you want to get in, good time to call 609-407-1450. I wanted to talk to you for a moment about President Obama. He is in favor of child porn, although he didn't come out and say that. But here is what he said uh, about this topic. He released a letter lamenting the supposed trend of banned books and standing with school librarians as if they were under siege. Do you feel as though librarians are under siege? (laughs) I mean, what are they going to do now? Librarians are going to carry guns? They're under siege. They must be protected. Come on. He says, you ready for this? In a very real sense, you're on the front lines fighting every day to make the widest possible range of viewpoints, opinions, and ideas available to everyone. Your dedication and professionalism expertise allow us to freely read and consider information and ideas and decide for ourselves which ones we agree with. So then, and again, thanks to Kevin for sending me this. He sends me this email with a picture, and the page is open, and here is what it says. A guide to anal sex. Now, I'm not going to get into the graphic details of this, but... This is what it says. So this is the book or one of the books that President Obama is talking about protecting. What kind, what kind of a school would allow that to be taught? Now I'm talking grade school. I'm not talking high school. I'm talking grade school. Let's say grades one to five, one to six. <laughs> who, who would, who would do that? But this is what this is what our country has become. So, and there's Obama uh, talking about, oh, you're you're uh, under siege, and you've got to fight for. Th- Come on, six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. That's our number here in the studio six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Speaking of, okay, <laughs> we're we're on this soapbox today. Speaking of librarians and school books, in South Carolina, author Tanahisi Coates, that's a that's an interesting name, Tanahisi Coates, he sat through a school board meeting to support a high school teacher told to stop using his book on growing up black in America in her advanced English class. Uh, I was thinking, what's a, that's advanced English? I, I mean, I took advanced English. I, that, that, that wasn't in my curriculum. Mary Wood taught the lesson. She's the teacher. She taught the lesson before, but then a few of her students complained to a school board member saying that the teachings made them feel uncomfortable and ashamed to be white. The books were then collected and taken back and the lesson ended. Now, here's the thing. 
The teacher asked the students after she taught the lesson to read the book and watch two videos on systemic racism. Now, here's where it gets interesting. According to South Carolina law, there is a rule banning schools from using state money to teach that anyone is racist, either consciously or unconsciously. Also feeling guilty about their race. So there's a law in South Carolina that says they can't teach this. But that makes sense. Teaching people to be ashamed to be white and and this is advanced English? I, I This I don't understand. <sighs> Feeling guilty about their race. This is a South Carolina Republican, uh, a state Republican, R.J. May, said, Lessons need to be representative to a colorblind society that doesn't discriminate against white people because of racism in the past. In the end, the school board took no action and hasn't changed policies. Good for them. Yes, good for them. That's enough of that. <laughs> Linda and Abseek. And Linda, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, John. Um, really? Yeah. You have to follow up on Seth. You have to get to parents, grandparents, you have to get your children out of public education. Yeah, yeah. Grandparents, have been, and lived, I mean, look, I, I know you love your grandkids. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be writing some checks. You have to write some checks to get these kids out yeah. of public education. Yeah. So that when public education opens up next September again, yeah. there's no one there to go in. And you know what? If if and 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 how many people can afford a private education? Well, it's difficulty. That's true. So here, what here? So here's. I mean, let, I mean, this is why we have legislators. Right. These. This is where they can do a real job. Something that is good for their children and and their constituents' children. Get them vouchers. Yes. And and but you know what. When you hear of that happening, let me know, because it doesn't seem like our, our representatives are really good about doing very much now, really. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you who is good about doing good stuff, and it's the Republican Party that was founded in 1854 as the Anti-Slavery Party, and don't anybody call me racist? That's right. Our party... Our Reconstruction-era policies were aimed at our founding at establishing political and economic equality for black Americans. And so we were way ahead of the game a long time ago. So don't draw us in to your crap. That's right. When I heard the vice president take on... Uh, DeSantis, for who, for what? What are you talking about? And and you know what, Linda? What what he said, what DeSantis said was that uh, slaves in some cases were taught a useful skill that could help them when when they got beyond slavery. And what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? You know, some of them were blacksmiths, which was a skill at the time. So what what is what is negative about that? Oh, she was she was awful. But then again, she's awful with everything. So that's my you, take. You know, 
You know, and how are these people calling Republicans racist? You know, in 1865, the Ku Klux Klan was founded. And by 1870, it extended into almost every southern state. Yeah. And that was a vehicle for the white southern resistance right. to the Republican Party, to, yes. our, to our party. Right. That's they right. were the resistance. They hurt white people. Yes. They hurt Republicans who wanted political and economic equality for black Americans. That's why we were formed. Right. You know, That's right. So, 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 you know, let's get your anger and your righteous indignation directed at the right party yeah. and leave out the Republican Party. That's right. We loved you. That's right. That's right. Linda, thanks for the call. Good stuff. Yeah, they, uh, I, I, where was I the other day? Somebody said, oh, the Republicans, they're racist. Huh? What? <laughs> you know, well, they throw that word out, you know. Those that are against Republicans or against Trump or against DeSantis, pick pick one. They say, oh, he's racist. He's racist. But they don't say it about Tim Scott, of course. But no, he's racist. Chris in Summers Point. Chris, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Hi, good morning, John. Thanks for taking my phone call. Thanks for calling, Chris. Uh, so two things. The, um, you know, if you, like you heard that Putin is trying to, Stop the uh, exporting of the uh, grain from uh, Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is, is there? What do you think we could do, John? Get with the uh, NATO and just stop that blockade they're doing, or how would we go about that? You think? Yeah, I, th I think we, we we should. Yeah, we should we should go and stop that blockade because that's really going to affect <laughs> that, that stopping grain. Man, that that's that that's really hurting. So, yeah. Well, yeah, because that's like half the world's yeah, population. Yeah, yeah. Uh, food resource. And yeah. Talking about starving half the half the world, you know. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that, that definitely should be on that immediately, immediately, if not yesterday. So, so I mean, and then I, I have a theory, just my theory about that whole soldier who uh, crossed over to North Korea, ran over to North Korea. Um, yeah. And no one's explored this, but I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong, but it just seems like it was it was weird because it was so easy the way he just sprinted over. He wasn't. You know, North Korea normally they'll get aggressive on. They didn't seem to do that. Almost like they were expecting him. What about possibly if he's a spy? I mean, it just seemed like the way he did it. I mean, who does that? So, yeah. And then at the end of the day, they, they didn't really have much of a hostile reaction because normally it would be more aggressive when someone does that, and they didn't do that. Almost like they were waiting for him. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't know. I could be wrong. I hope I am, but uh, I, it just it seems awkward the way that whole thing went down yeah that that, uh, that does seem uh, questionable yeah i would question yeah, because, that i would question that too yeah yeah because yeah, i mean there's three jails you don't want to go to north korea iran and russia i mean you gotta be out of your mind to yeah, want to go right. there <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, you're, not, you're not getting ran to right right over there you know john yeah that's right that's right oh so, i don't know it just seems odd the way the whole thing i yeah. wanted, wanted to see what your take was on it yeah that's uh, i i agree with you chris thanks thanks a lot for the call 609-407-1450. It is Talk with a Purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the wind turbines. <laughs> more, more liberal propaganda. It's what's happening in the world today. 609-407-1450. Couple of open lines here. Uh, slow day on the phones, which, uh, eh, 
you know, we get those once in a while, but uh, you can get in here right away. 609-407-1450. We're coming back with more talk for the purpose in just a moment. But first, this is the time of the show when we talk about no controversy, no, no, no discussion at all about Lexus. It, It is the discussion of one of the finest automobiles on the market today. No controversy there. I mean, Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. It is one of the finest automobiles on the market today. And, of course, now as we're waning into the summer and we're kind of coming into the uh, this is the second half of the summer. uh, The Golden Opportunity Sales Event is happening right now as we speak at Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. If you want to go to the website, aclexus.com, that's aclexus.com, and you check out all of the models, whether it's new, whether it's pre-owned, and uh, you pick one or two that you like, and you go over there and you test drive it, and if you like it, I mean, the process is simple. I I told you the story before. My niece last year went to buy a car. She was trading in a car, and she was getting another one. Six hours in the dealership. Six hours. It was so long that they bought us lunch. (laughs) I mean, can you imagine? I mean, we're still here. We got there at 10. It was 3 o'clock. We're still here. So it doesn't happen that that way at Lexus. In and out, and they'll, they'll make you a deal right off the bat. None of that hype or that high pressure or any of that stuff. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road EHT. Again, the website, aclexus.com, aclexus.com. And you want to go to the salesperson, you stop in and you ask for Helen, and she'll take good care of you. Lexus of Atlantic City is the place. More talk with a purpose coming up in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for libertyandprosperity.com. Traffic backs up a lot on Atlantic Avenue and Margate and West Avenue in Ocean City these days. These streets now have only one lane of traffic in each direction instead of two. Woke Democrats in Washington and Trenton call this a road diet. They bribe towns to do this by paying for new streets. They want to punish people who use cars. They hate when Americans are free to drive where and when they want. They want us to live like we're in China. This is against our Constitution. But who complains when somebody else pays for something we want? That's why our federal government is now $31,000 billion in debt. Our dollar has less value each day. Learn the details and what we can do about it. Visit libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. libertyandprosperity.com. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, and of course also heard on 1450 AM, and also streaming on WPGTalkRadio.com. And if you want, you can listen to any of our shows at any time. It is an amazing discovery. You Google John DeMassey Podcasts, and 200 plus shows come up. Like, I mean, it's, it's that easy. That's simple. And you can do it and listen to any of the shows anytime and see what I said uh, last December. <laughs> I don't know what I said <laughs> yesterday. Uh, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. The liberal media, as if we don't have enough going against us, 
The liberal media is at it again. The headline in the Philadelphia Inquirer this week in the editorial section. You ready? Here it is. As Earth burns this summer with climate change leading to increasingly intense weather, plans for a wind farm along the Jersey Shore remain bogged down in a legal tangle that threatens to slow or derail an important source of ocean energy. What? That is the opening paragraph. That's the opening paragraph. Can you imagine? Then it goes on to say, it's a short-sighted blunder as the need to reduce greenhouse gas emissions grows more obvious by the day. With record wildfires, flash floods, and extreme heat waves causing needless death and destruction across the region, the nation, and the world. Geez, if that were me reading that for the first time, I wouldn't want to go there. I mean, it sounds, it sounds so ominous. And, you know, every year we have this. We have, you know, some records. I mean, in Arizona, a friend of mine just moved to Arizona, and I told him he was nuts for doing that. But his wife is from there, so he wanted to kind of get her back home, sort of, so to speak. But uh, 116 in Phoenix, 114 in Tucson. Tucson is where he lives. And... It, 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 every summer, we have this kind of a thing. We have thunderstorms. We have them every year. So why is it this, this year it's important and it's like more global warming? I, I, I don't understand that. Then the article goes on to say that there's been approval for 98 wind turbine generators to be built off the coast of Atlantic City and Ocean City. Obviously, those who wrote it probably don't own property anywhere near here. And they go on to say that it will produce clean energy to 400,000 homes and more than 3,000 good-paying jobs. Now, we've heard about these good-paying jobs, okay? We've heard about that. And that's what they say. But we still don't have proof of that. And it goes on to say that federal agencies and experts have found no link between wind farms and whale deaths. No link. But why are they dying? That's the question. We'll pick that up in just a moment. But uh, let's go to the phones. Dennis in Northfield. Dennis, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. How are you? How you doing? I'm okay, John. My question to you, when Seth was on, I wanted to find out, what's the cutoff line where they're going to start the east coming down? How far up north are they going to start? I know they're going all the way down to Cape May, but where is that line? I think it's LBI. Okay. Why are they not going from LBI and above? Uh, that's a good question. Well, that's, that's a, the question I wanted to ask Seth. Yeah. One of the word I got was that uh, they voted down up in that area and they weren't going to get it done. And that's why they didn't even bother. Yeah. My problem always is the same thing. They take advantage of us down here. Yeah. We don't have the dense population like we do up there. Yes. And what happens? Yeah. We're going to get you know what it on. Yeah, that's right. You don't start standing up. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we uh, we have Vince Palestina on next week on our show, and we'll ask him that, and and uh, among other things. But uh, I I just don't see this happening. I really don't. I think there's too much opposition. 
even though, okay. you know, Murphy's for it and all that. Um, John Risley was on last week and he said they're, they're doing the stall game. You know, we want more of this. We want more of that. We want to see studies and all this. So we got to hope right now. We got to hope that they'll, they'll do this and they'll, they'll stall it and it won't happen. But I, 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 I agree with you. It's always South Jersey. Oh, yeah. Always South Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And why is it stopping at LBI? <laughs> well, John, I'm going to ask you this. Anytime you have anybody that calls on your show, whether it's elected position or appointed position, get their name, put it on paper, get it on the radio if they're with it or they're against it. Yes. Because there's there's too many people that are keeping quiet and looking the other way and kind of hiding right now. Yeah. If we yeah. don't get together, I know this thing last week on the hands across the beach. Honestly, that's if it's nice seeing Kumbaya, that's great. Yeah. But it's going to have to be a lot stronger than that. Yes, that's right. I it's agree with you. I agree with you. Got to get up to this. Got to get up to the state. Capital people got to show up there. We got to put something together. And um, if we don't, like anything else does, you look the other way for a few minutes, you forget about it, and whammo. Yep. There goes our industry. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Great show again. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dennis. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Why is that? Why is it stop at LBI? That's a good question. So what I was saying, and, and back to this, so the federal agencies and the experts, and, and I like to know when they always say experts say, who are these experts? Remember a name from the past, Anthony Fauci? <laughs> he, was, he was the expert that was on every TV show on Sunday mornings. He was on every radio show. He was on everything. He was the expert. Boy, was that a crock. So experts say that ship strikes and changing ocean temperatures and possibly a virus are responsible for the whale deaths. Again, no proof, no documentation. They just say this is what this is what we say. Well, who's we? That's always my mother used to say, they say, who's they <laughs> and who's we? It still remains to be seen. But uh, once again, the liberal media and, of course, our favorite governor, Phil Murphy, and the state legislator, leg legislature is not on our side. You know, they don't live here. They don't own property here. They don't have any of this. So, you know, tourism, the fishing industry, you know, we, we don't know what that's going to do. We don't know what these things are going to do to the fish. I mean, these things are big. I think a couple of weeks ago we talked about it. It is higher than the ocean casino. Did you ever, did you ever look at that building and see how high that is? They have the, the, the clouds come in some days and the clouds are there. So, I mean, can you see these things? And I'm telling you, people have said to me, I'm not going down the shore to look at those things. Okay, maybe they will come down the shore eventually. That's that we, we really can't hang our hats on that. But the fact of the matter is, we really got to do our job to to get this thing killed for good. I mean, for good. And put it to bed. That's it. 
609-407-1450 is our number here. Talk with the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, those uh, those holding hands. I, I was in one of those a couple of weeks ago in Brigantine. And yeah, everybody was there. Yeah, yeah, we, we're against this. And you see all these signs on the lawn and, and Seth's giving out cards and all of that. And yeah, they they got to do these kind of things. That That's true. And it helps. But the real issue is getting up to Trenton and telling these people, we do not want this. And and protesting any which way we can to stop it. And and that's all there is to it. But we hope that John Risley and the, the Atlanta County Commissioners are just delaying it enough, installing it enough, and so on and so forth to, to make that happen. We will see. It is Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And I'm John DeMassey. We've got a couple of things to talk about here, uh, which we will get to in uh, just a moment. But, uh, you know, this thing about uh, the school books and all of that, and I, I just don't understand this. I, I really don't. Uh, I really, really don't understand how we can be deciding to have books read in school about anal sex to children. I, it, it, does, it doesn't compute. I, I could see my mother and father when I was a kid. <laughs> my mother would have been, she was meek and mild, but when it came to, when it came to her kid, no, she wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I, I think he would have stood in front of the school and protested. That's, I mean, anal sex in schools? It's uh, its too much. Uh, we got Craig again, and we'll talk to him after the break, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. I'm John DeMassey. More talk with a purpose after these words. The market is up. The market is down. I know from day to day, there's a fair amount of volatility. You worry, I worry. We all worry, but not so much when you have a sound financial plan that doesn't depend completely on the market. Hi, I'm Joe Yakovich with this Money Minute. You'll find some real insights in my new book, The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In this book, I explain in detail how I approach financial planning, retirement, insurance, and many other topics. For a free copy of my book, The Heart of Your Money, simply contact my office at 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. Or you can email me at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. I'm Joe Yakovich with This Money Minute, and thanks for listening. Want to save money in these inflationary times? Write this number down, 855-910-1246, 855-910-1246. Text your number to that number, and you'll be part of BF Mazio's Text Message Club, where you'll receive specials and coupons that will save you money. BF Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Gift baskets, catering for all occasions, and more. 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. 
Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Less humid with times of clouds and sunshine this afternoon. Dry, warm weather in store for the weekend, my friend. High 88. Mainly clear stargazing night with low 64. Partly sunny all day tomorrow. High up to 91 to wrap the weekend. More humid when you get back at it Monday. A thick cloud cover in the morning. Then clouds and sun in the afternoon. We've got a thunderstorm Monday with a high 84. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we're back here on Talk With a Purpose. 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. I guess we didn't get enough of them the first hour, so we got them again in the second hour. Craig in Northfield. Good morning. Welcome back. Well, you know, you had a couple good callers on there, and they're all good callers. And let me just say... uh, about Matt, who used to call, I think about, and I miss his voice and his and and the way he made you laugh. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did, and he was a good time. But uh, and I'm going to continue on with those uh, artichokes. Yeah, thank you. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm going to tell you. I'm from the Amish country, so we never had our artichokes. Yeah. But my wife, oh my God, she she goes to Mazio's. They got the best artichokes. Oh yeah, they do. They do. They do. And she makes them. And then we had a friend of mine over, and he's sniffing away. And he looks in there, and my wife goes, "Would you like one?" <laughs> well, well, that's what uh, my nephew. He's my niece's husband, and he uh, he looked in my refrigerator, and he said, "Artichokes. Where'd you get them?" And it was like he was from Mars. (laughs) He lives in Gloucester County. So I said, Mazios. They have them every week. But I guess they don't. they're gigantic. They they are, yeah. They are, yes. They are gigantic and so fresh. I got to say, I've never seen a bad one come from the store. Not very particular. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I want to touch base on two things. One, the school board, you're so right about what you said. And I don't want to touch on that part. But. I think what we need to do is we need to get business people and people that don't and do not work for any part or attached to the school system in any way, shape, or form. So we have some free thinking in our school system. Yes. Again. Yes. Do you yes, agree with that? Yes, I do. So yes, I do. Know, it's it's wrong. It listen. We love our teachers and we recognize their names and we know they got a lot to give, but they can't. Okay, give us and go against what's coming down from the governor's office. Like you said, teaching children that type of sexual relationship at that age is just disgusting. It's, it's ridiculous. And yeah. No, it's not ridiculous. It's disgusting. Yes, it is. Yes, Don't it is. say it's ridiculous. It's just absolutely disgusting. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay? I'll say it three times. But uh, I'm going to say that I'm going to get a little bit more active in Northfield. Okay, because that's that stuff. The, the the school board, you know, the the this is what happens. the The teachers are afraid, you know, afraid of the principal. The principal's afraid of the superintendent, and the superintendent's afraid of the school board, and the school board is afraid of the parents, and the parents are afraid of their children. Yeah, how am I doing? You're doing well. Okay, and that's not me. I, I'm going to tell you that. That's on my post today. A black woman said that, and you know what? She got the biggest applaud ever. Stop listening to your kids. They don't need to be happy when they go to school. That's right. They need to get to work. That's right. 
That's because right. Because that's what's coming at them. But now, Chris Christie and the, and the debate, and I and I, I did want to touch on that with <laughs> Donald J. Trump. There's no way Donald J. Trump needs to go in and face 20 people. Let's whittle it down a little bit. When you get to the top five, yeah, yeah, then we'll come in. Yeah. I think that's the appropriate time. Yes, think? yes, yeah, yeah. The 20 people in a debate, yeah, that's... That. Because nobody has over 25%. Yes, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And and anybody that thinks that Chris, Chris Christie got 40,000 people who couldn't sell 40,000 books... <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's think about that. Am I wrong? No. Okay. Well, I bought one. <laughs> and that would be way too much weight on one stage yeah. at one time. <laughs> oh, okay. Good stuff. All right, John. You Thanks. have a great weekend. You buddy. too. You too. Bill in North Carolina. Bill, good morning. Welcome to Talk With a Purpose. Hi, John. How are you this morning? Good, good. Bill, how are you? Good. I, I wanted to point out um, this concept that the experts, as you said, uh, determined that there was no causality or connection between the wind turbine testing and the deaths of the whales and dolphins yeah. in that exact region. Yes. Um, the, the way they worded it was they found no causality or correlation. Well, if you don't investigate something, you're unlikely to find the cause. Right. I cite the Hunter Biden investigation, or sorry, I shouldn't call it a Hunter Biden investigation, the cocaine investigation at the White House. <laughs> if, you don't in, if you don't interrogate anyone involved with the situation, you don't find anything. That's and right. you close out an investigation. That's right. And what other, what other drug investigation would destroy the cocaine within weeks after finding it? This stuff sits in evidence rooms. If it were you or I... They would be holding it in an evidence room potentially for years. Yeah. But in this investigation, we destroy evidence. That's what the Secret Service and the FBI does nowadays. Yeah. Does, does a half-baked investigation concludes there's nothing to see here, shuts down said investigation, then refuses to provide the evidence from the ongoing investigation that they've already announced they shut down, then destroys the associated evidence after interrogating no one. So. Yeah. Uh, what I really pulled about was you were talking about the wind turbines, and uh, I, I am curious because it seems like everybody came late to the party with this. How come there wasn't this much activism when this stuff was put on the boards? Because it's been talked about for a long time. Yes. And I, I, li I lived in New Jersey for over 50 years. You can't clear a lot to build a home without numerous EPA studies and yeah, the county right. and the state getting in the way, right. holding you up. Yeah. But somehow this thing's been fast-tracked. That's an attorney. How come somebody hasn't looked at, in a state where last I knew you were over $400 billion in debt, this governor's been able to put on the books to spend $30 billion more without yeah. any sort of referendum? Yeah. And now it's becoming, it's going to be forced on South Jersey based on the, the career politicians in North Jersey. Yeah. Well, I, I think originally when it, when it, first uh, came up, I don't think people paid attention to it because it was a, a thing that they didn't really know anything about. But as we found out more, it became more that, what is this thing all about? And, you know, when they talked about those things being as high as the Ocean Casino, uh, have you been here uh, recently? Have you seen the uh, height of the Ocean Casino? 
I mean, that yeah. is uh, that is a big building. They're going to be higher yeah. than that. So when they found that out and a few other things, uh, it, it just became and, – and then they don't tell you, oh, it's going to power 400,000 homes. Uh, well, there has really been not a lot of evidence for that. So, uh, absolutely, yeah. and, and there's a basis. There, there's a basis to come up with that evidence. Yeah, you've got wind wind turbines over near the Harris Casino. Yes, and they should have ample data to provide on exactly how much and what hours of the day and night they provide them. Right. We right. have freedom of information in place. Where are the attorneys that should have investigated that? And going to the state, what, what's the state constitution say about him spending this amount of money? Yeah. And by the way, it's it's been it was thrown out there as thirty billion dollars when it was only going to be a hundred of them, or, or the, the figures were different, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't weeks later that they're already talking about and now the the increasing cost. Yeah. And we're now going to supplement a foreign company because the southern Jer- southern New Jersey municipalities are weaponizing their own systems to drag their feet to slow down the project. Yeah. I don't think that's an appropriate response. It might be necessary at this point because everybody was asleep at the switch. Right. This is just weaponization of the government on both sides. And And what Phil Murphy gets away with in that state is a big part of why I got out of there. Yeah, I don't blame you. I I do not blame you. I mean, if it wasn't for the grandkids being here, I, I might think about getting out of here, too. Most you know? people in New Jersey seem to have the attitude that they're stuck there as a result of family or their job. Right, right, right. And uh, by the way, Bill, the uh, tax break that we were supposed to get, uh, <laughs> Murphy has switched that to uh, Orsted. So, you I know. I on your show last week, I yeah, believe. Yep. Yeah, I, it's, it's really. I mean, it's just. It, I, I, the tax break, the tax break that you have to go through providing personal information in order to qualify for, even when it gets canceled or you get told that you don't qualify. Right. For it. That's right. A, just a big government grab for more more of your personal information. That's right. A way to say, well, we can publicize it as we're going to give back this much money when we full well know only 60 or 70 percent of people will actually apply for it or actually get it. So it's a windfall for the government as well. That's right. Why should you have to be told by a politician I'm going to give you a gift of your money back to you. Do yeah. something about property taxes and maybe people won't be leaving the way they Yeah. Are. I'm going to leave you with, with this thought, John. I had a 1,600-square-foot home on about a third of an acre of land in a harbor township. Yes. I moved here to North Carolina six years ago. Yes. I have twice the home on about four times the property, and I pay half the property taxes. Jeez. Jeez. And it's a new home. And it's a new home. Oh, man. That was a 40-year-old home at that point. Well, you did well. Thanks a lot for the call. Thanks a lot, Bill. Boy, that's why people are moving out of New Jersey. Well, they're going to cut the property taxes for seniors in half. So they say. We'll see. Bob and Kate May. Bob, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hi, John. Hey, look, I'm traveling today, so I'm a little late calling. That's all right. Look, uh. What I saw with these congressional hearings, you know, it, it just nauseated me. Yeah. Okay, with, with these these IRS whistleblowers, yeah, they had the absolute evidence. They had the receipts. They've got the bank wire transfers. Okay, the suspicious activities reports. But more than that, they have the the paper trail, and the paper trail of corruption leads to to the Biden crime family. And, you know, to, to watch these Democrat 
Congress men and, and women, and it's mostly the black ones, okay? I, I just have to, to say that. It, it's just a matter of, of, of evidence here, okay? They, they try to turn this on to some kind of a racist attack. Yeah. The, the, what? Are they kidding us? I mean, you talk about the... The poster child for white privilege, that's Hunter Biden. Yeah. But they they try to turn this into to some kind of totally offbeat, you know, they, they, they attack Trump, it's Trump's fault. And and then they they point the finger at, of course, the, the default is always racism. If you if you want yeah. to impeach impeach a credible person what do you what do you call them? You call them racist. racist. Yeah. You call, and and you know the the other day we had Bobby Kennedy testifying on another House committee, right? Yeah. And and what 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 was he accused of doing there? He cited a study, cited a study. The study said that Orientals and Jewish people were less likely to die of COVID, that, that there may be a genetic component that they have that makes them more disease-resistant. This horrible viper, Debbie Wasserman Schultz from, from Florida, it, it was just, she's awful. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, we talked about accused, her before, yeah. We talked about right, her before. She, well, she accused him of, of being an anti-Semite and a racist. Jeez. Bobby Kennedy yeah. Jr. Yeah. All right? So... <laughs> The least they, likely to be that. <laughs> well, their, their modus operandi, it's all, they always fall back to that. It is always, you know, look, look, we, somebody doesn't agree with, with me. Well, we can nullify him by calling him a racist. Yeah. That's it. There's no evidence. Yeah. You're a racist. Yeah, it's, a, it's just. So, it's, it's, it, it, it's really disgusting. What, what I saw there just, just I, I don't see how you can have a cordial relationship with with absolute demagogues like this i just don't see it yeah i don't see like you know they talk about the the, the way that the congress used to be where tip o'neill and reagan could be friends yeah i don't see how you can be friends with people like that i just don't i don't i don't either i don't either no i don't either yeah, yeah. yeah. bob uh, thanks a lot for the call appreciate it and yeah i know you called late we were wondering where you were by the way <laughs> now we know Talk for the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We have Sarah next, and then we have John, and maybe you, before we um, bring in Joe Yakovich at 11 o'clock. So hour number two, rapidly coming to a close. We'll uh, have some final thoughts in hour number two after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money inspiration for financial wellness in the book joe talks about longevity inflation retirement surprises and many other topics for your free copy of the heart of your money call the office of joe yakovich at jml financial at 856-751-1771 or email joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com for over 37 years joe yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan you'll find joe's approach to be different 
different, and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Oh, we're back. <laughs> we're getting a little uh, preview of Joe Yakovich. This this will be priceless. <laughs> talk with the purpose is the show. Let's talk to Sarah. Sarah, good morning. Welcome to Talk with the Purpose. Yes, good morning. I hope all is well. Yes, thank you, and you too. Yes, it's just um, you know when I'm thinking about, and I think most people can concur. The, the administration is very, very poor. He is not doing a thing. He's sitting he sit actually on his hands. You know, I don't see much going on in talks about the economy, jobs, pensions that people might have, social security, educational standards, crime. All these things are important, and I don't know what they're doing to help the people in the United States. When you look at our United States, it has fallen off the map deeply, 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 deeply. And I remember one thing Donald Trump had said that bad things happen in Philadelphia and people got up in arms. Well, bad things do happen in Philadelphia because day in and day out is a murder oh, almost yeah. every day. Oh, yeah. Every day. And I've gotten in tune with Ben Shapiro. Now, there's some things he says a little bit off, but he makes a lot of sense in some things. He mentioned something about crime, you know, the police. There's less police activity shooting individuals than there is on crimes in cities such as Philadelphia. Yes. If you hear about a policeman shooting someone, it's all over the news. But day in and day out, 14 years old, getting shot six or seven times. Yeah. That's unheard of. Yeah. It's absolutely unheard of. And crime is an issue. Because when I drive, I don't like driving late at night. If I'm driving, I leave space in between me to make sure that person is not going to carjack me. And it's frightening. It's absolute. And I understand now about being censored on Facebook because I was censored on Facebook because I said that killer in Florida should have gotten a death penalty and they thought that was hate speech and what Donald Trump was saying was censored so people don't get the real news they see the quick the little comments that yeah. they make yeah. but they don't show his plan they don't show what he's done and if you're getting the same old same old you're going to believe that the democratic cities are a failure. The crime is so high in those cities, the people are brainwashed thinking that the government can help you. And I was believing that at times, but I'm awake yeah. now. I'm awake. Good. Good. And they cannot pull the wool over my eyes, these Democrats. Sarah, um, they want to give you the fish. Can I ask you, can I ask you, how long, how long were you censored from Facebook? I was 
three days. Oh boy, that's. And I appealed it, and they said there's no appeal (laughs) (laughs) because I said that maniac that killed the children in Florida should have gotten the death penalty. He should have. Yeah, he should have. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Hate speech, huh? So they blocked me. Oh boy. Well, we allowed him to live. Yeah, well, you you just got to keep keep the fight up, Sarah. Thanks for the call. We're up against the clock, and we want to get John in here. John, uh, one more call. John in Ocean City. Good morning. Yeah, the woman's a doll, isn't she? Wonderful. I love hearing her voice. Um, yeah. Now, 10 miles out, there's sludge and there's sewage that's piled up on the floor bottom, ocean floor bottom. Now, that's where they're going to sink those shafts of those uh, windmills. Now, that's going to dredge up uh, all that slime and slush and sewage, which is going to wash onto the shore. That might put a damper on the tourism, might, might yeah. it not? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Those, those, uh, those rotor blades kill more raptor birds than they produce energy. Now, that's a fact, not a fiction. Wow. wow. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, and they're, they're, they're expected to maintain and to uh, re- replace. Also, the amount of money it's going to cost to transfer that electricity from a the cables from the wind farms to the shore is going to be very expensive. And what else about it? It's killing aquatic mammal life. So, yeah, we have every reason to stand up against these people. You know, and now the tourists are only down here three months of the year, but they're part-time residents, too. So that's how, that's how the, we, the people, American-type revolution against all this crap and really put our voices out there and make sure that we put a kibosh on this because it, this is maniacal is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's in the hands of crazy people. Thanks for letting me call on a third time. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. Um, you know, th- talking about tourism, you know, these people don't have to come here. Now, we understand that there are people who live in Philadelphia and suburban Philadelphia and Pennsylvania uh, that come down here in the summertime, and some of them do own homes here. But a, a lot of them don't have to come here because they don't have any allegiance to here. I mean, they like the shore and it's a family tradition in some cases, but they don't have to come here. They really don't. So they could go elsewhere. We want to lose that? (laughs) This is the lifeblood of Atlantic County. Come on. Oh, well. Talk with the purpose of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number two is in the books. Hour number three. The dude is here. The dude is going to talk about horseback riding, among other things. And he's going to talk some finances, too. Joe Yakovich coming up. Hour number three on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. The moment you've all been waiting for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We we promoted this last week, yes. and I said, 
the poor horse. Anyway, hour number three is the Joe Yakovich hour. Yes. Uh, and uh, he is here to talk to you at 609-407-1450. And, of course, Joe Yakovich is our financial advisor. JML Financial Group is uh, the website. And we're going to talk to Joe about finances. But first, he is back from vacation. And I just want to know what it was like for the poor horse that you were on. Well, we were in Park City, Utah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've uh, ever been there. Never been there. Absolutely gorgeous part of the world. Uh, so when people say to me, uh, even listening to your uh, your call-ins, uh, it's a different world. It's it's amazing, it, much cleaner. It was really, really. I mean, and by the way, very expensive. We're not talking cheap here. We're talking yeah. very, very expensive. Uh, celebrity live celebrities live all around the the mountain. Gorgeous when you you just get up and no matter where. Uh, you're staying, you have a, a site. A, a mountain view. Huh? Yeah. And, uh, they had, uh, 700 inches. They've never had, uh, that type of snow, uh, this past year. So it, you can see the snow caps, uh, still, you know, the mountains had the, the snow caps on it, but we all, we, we were able to, um, do some fun things. Zip lining was one. So my wife, believe it or not, is now a, a professional zip, zip liner. Lining. Oh, okay. And my son. And um, we did white water rafting. A lot of cool stuff. I mean, it really is. Then we went into Park City itself, and it was really, really nice. Super clean. Super clean. Um, but I really was enjoyable. It was something you got away, you know, from New Jersey and, um, you know, away from the ocean, and you went to the mountains. Uh, and unfortunately, there's no ocean, but there is a lot of uh, beautiful lakes and real cold because of the uh, the snow coming off the mountains. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, did your area. horseback ride? Did a little horseback ride. Did a little something. Uh, every, uh, we did everything. We kind of, over five or six years, we got every day in, we did something. Okay. But though, I'll tell you one thing, though, John. The food. No, no good. good. No. Well, you're in Utah. You're not what do going you expect? To, you're not going there to get no cheesesteaks or expect? pizzas. No, you know, come on. You're in Utah. Bad. And, they, and, and what I also noticed, um, they close up shop quite early compared to, <laughs> you know, living on the East Coast. But and There's no of, casinos there, right? Zero. Zero <laughs> casinos. All Mormonized uh, part of the state. So it was interesting. And it was fun. I mean, it was you saw another uh, another area of our country. Uh, and a state that only has three million people in it. Uh, Twenty years ago, had a million. Now you have three million, um, and they don't have any uh, solar. I didn't see any windmills. Yeah. I didn't see any wind towers. I didn't see any of that. I'll tell you the <laughs> truth. And you would have thought that you would see more uh, solar because it was hot. I'm talking a hundred degrees wow. on a number wow. of uh, days. You know. Well, there was a rumor, uh, and maybe you can confirm this. Sure. That the uh, place where you were staying, th they contacted me. Okay. <laughs> and they said that they had to get a special horse for you. <laughs> because you beat up a few of them. Yeah. You know, so so is, is there any truth to that room? No, no, no truth. There. We had fun. <laughs> we were old horseback riders from the day. But I got some stuff. Uh, I, I I bought a couple of uh, cowboy hats. And, uh, yeah, you came in with one. I mean, yeah. uh, so my, my you think you're, you're John Wayne now. You came yeah. in like you were riding a horse. It was fun. <laughs> it was really a, an interesting. Uh, and the people there are really, really nice people. I mean, I mean, it's different than living, obviously, in New Jersey or Pennsylvania or New York, but uh, a great time. It was, uh, and so I, when I, when I'm explaining to people, even money wise, Sean, when you're having a conversation and you really are in in tune with people's money and what they're doing and not doing, you get a chance to see other folks live, 
how they react, um, and what the costs are. I mean, the, besides the really high cost for um, garments, uh, but also, and I don't go, and I think I shared this with our audience a couple of weeks ago, I don't go out a lot to shop, but when I do, uh, like, for instance, uh, a um, food store, Yesterday was a perfect example, and that's why you know part of my our conversation today was going to be on inflation, and it really yeah. was shocking. We to talked me. about this earlier. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I caught a little bit of it, and I went in there, John. I kid you not, I, I get you know uh, liquid soap, for instance, and um, no particular brand. And I and the first time I'm like, hold on for something, there's something wrong here. So I'm looking at the all the brands they have, and I'm thinking to myself, where's my dollar ninety nine? Stuff that I get, and I get like five of them at one time. That dollar ninety nine, maybe it was a misprint. Uh, now it's five ninety nine. Whoa! And it was like whoa, whoa. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, how can the average person, especially in on retirement, yeah. or getting ready to yeah. re- go into retirement, the affordability just for those type of things? Yeah. So it really resonated with me, and because I'm still in the workforce and doing what I do. It's starting to catch up to us. I mean, I want people to really, truly understand this because it's not going to go away. That's right. So don't get this, oh, inflation is only temporary. No, no, it's not temporary. We talked about this earlier. Uh, I went food shopping yesterday. Right. $8.99 for oil, regular oil, not olive oil. $8.99. And by the way, John, you know what causes inflation? I don't think people understand what causes inflation. It's not you or I. It's the government. Truly. Yeah. They do two things that, unfortunately, we, it's supposed to be we, the people, control the government. The government controls us, it seems like. And one thing you need to understand is printing. You're not supposed to print as much as we have printed yeah. over the last just five years. Regardless, Trump or Biden, it, it doesn't matter. It, it, everyone has been doing this. That model is not working. And no. obviously, we're not strong enough as human beings politicians i'm not running by the way to to stop this nightmare number one and two john i don't care where you go i don't care what you own i'm a business owner been doing it forever it feels like love it but if i spend more than i make my business will eventually that's right default i'm out of business yeah and what happens to our country because you don't have good financial business-minded people and it, and it's and by the way, also just as you were talking, I used to be back in the day on the school board, and I'm going to point out one thing when you were talking that people were talking. I was on the school board. Yes, back before this nightmare has occurred with our, our schools, and they were passing stuff, you know, for the superintendent. Whoa, 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 whoa! And I said, "What is that about?" Now I'm, I'm of ten people. And they were um, increasing the superintendent's income, you know, in terms of how much percentage they were going to give him the following year. And I went, oh, where are you going with that number? What do you mean? We we vote on it? No, 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 no. You're not voting on that. You're not voting on a double-digit increase where everyone else is, you know, doing moderately okay. And with 2 or 3%, you're giving him that much more. I don't need the guy. I'll get another guy in here that will do it for less. I want to do what maybe he has not done. So I've seen it up close and personal. Being on the board, so I'm not saying all school board. 
No, 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 no. You have to really have somebody in the game, almost like having a camera in the the meeting room to say, hold on, that's not supposed to happen, folks. This is not supposed to continue to happen, and we need to stop it quickly. How do we do that? That's the biggest concern of all of us. We're, we're, we, we always hear, John, it's sad, the doom and gloom stuff. But no one stepped up and said, no, 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 that's not happening, brother. You're, yep. you're not coming here with that. Go right. go away and, you know, so. All right. Talk with the purpose of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with the one and only Joe Yakovich. Joe is JML Financial. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. And today, Joe is going to talk about the national debt and how it's affecting us. I mean, I, I, I know you've talked about this a lot. Right. But I never thought that if we're at thirty-two trillion or thirty-three trillion or whatever the trillion right. is, that this affects us. This is going to affect us. But think about what what we've done, John. We have promised everything under the stars to people. You know, the Social Security, Medicare. We can get around those things. But to be a profitable country, <laughs> we can't continue to go down the pike. I mean, it's sad as it may be, we're thirty-two and a half trillion already. And exploding at $865 billion in one month. Believe me, that's larger than Finland, Hong Kong, Greece combined their GDP. And this didn't happen, not in 08 and not in 2002. We need to navigate through this challenges that are ahead of us. And people don't realize it. It's, we're going to wake up 10 years from now. And say, whoa, what happened here? What just went play? And all those folks that are now 55, 60, and now will be 70 and 75 and older, they're going to have a rude awakening, really rude awakening, because where are they getting all this money to pay for all these things? And that's a big concern when I do planning for people is not running out of money, but because we have continuously printed money and continue to you know, we're bad. We're, we're bad managers of our own country of money. It really right. is a sad. That's so right. when I hear people quack all the time about the Trump guy, I don't. You know, I'm not particularly loving what he has. Some of the things he has said, but he's a businessman, and you, and you got to pick on him also. But as a businessman, you know, he's looking out for our best interest. Yeah, he's going to have his pot, but nothing more than what I've seen over the last four years and my concerns are it's going to catch up to us you can say what you will you can play the game but you know what the game's going to bite everyone at the end that's what i'm afraid of so what are some of the things uh, to consider for people that are looking to enter retirement soon like let's say maybe a year or two or three. right and that's a big concern john within mm. five years we're looking at higher taxes i mean right now taxes are at the all-time low all-time low. So people have this misconception, I should put money in the 401k. I said, yeah, you're going to get the lowest tax deduction, but, but when you take the money out, who's to say taxes are not going to be greater? And most people I speak with, John, on a daily basis, no matter where I go and, and in conversation, no matter where I'm, you know, what location I'm in, do you believe that taxes are going to increase? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had no idea and the misconception of putting money in a tax-deferred vehicle the government is basically setting us up and you need to get it. You need to crunch the numbers. And believe it or not, after I finish this last little segment, I'm going to share with people what we have on our new website. We add it on to something. Outliving your income, John. Outliving your money. Think about it. You might outlive what you have put away. And, and for, yeah, 
you know, especially with this inflation. Correct. And you'll have your Social Security. It's not going to go away. They'll make some adjustments to it. But your standard of living will definitely change. I mean, think about what's happening. I don't know if you know this. Because I'm, I'm having uh, someone come on in a couple of weeks uh, to talk to us about real estate. And guess what's happening? You can actually own a brand new home for the same price of a used home today. What? The medial average is about 400000 You can buy a brand new home at 400 Also, you can buy a used home at 400 That's never happened. Wow. By the way, never happened. That's right. So – there's an incentive that the builders have woken up to and said, listen, we can build this home. We can build in a lower your interest rate. We can do all kinds of little nooks and crannies to make the, but the point is it's the same. So that's going to come to fruition eventually. Dying too soon, being a burden on your family and inflation. You remember, John, I use the, this, the uh, rule of 72. This is a, not a math trick. This is mathematicians. You divide a number into 72. Now I'm using 7% as a inflationary dollar. You follow me? I could also use it as a, you know, interest dollar. So if you divide seven into 72, it becomes 10. If you did that, that means if you have X amount of dollars in 10 years, your money will double. But if you use it the opposite way and use 7% into 72 in 10 years, your purchasing power, your purchasing power that you have now will be cut in half. Oh. Now what do you do? So your income is not catching up with the inflationary compound of that effect and how it will affect us really will be driven down the road. But think about it, John. A lot of folks will not be making an income from work. And their incomes have changed yes. across the you know across the country. Now it's work at home, and you see that happening. Yeah. But my point is, that will be the destroying factor on standards of living of people moving in the future in terms of their retirement. I don't care if you're rich or poor. Inflation hurts everyone. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, with that said, volatility. If you let's say you lost in the market two years ago or a year ago, whenever, whenever it really bottomed out, can you recover if you lose 50 percent? Well, that's exactly what we need to understand. I mean, a lot of folks are still hyped up about the stock market. So if you protect yourself adequately and you take advantage of not getting hurt by this volatility, you're way ahead of the curve. You know, on my website, John, we just added a what they call a risk assessment. If you go to my website, JML Financial Group, you'll be able to look at the whole team, uh, some a bio of ourselves, to cut my uh, my firm, uh, some other information that you'll really learn a lot of things from. But on it, it has a risk assessment form. You can actually fill this risk assessment out. It's about ten questions, and we will deliver no cost to any client or prospect a second opinion on your money and where you should be in terms of risk. And how your money should be risked going into your retirement years. Um, and the other thing, John, I want ha- things to happen is how can the, all this volatility and for the benefit of, you know, you and your family and in business continue to do well in a volatile market? It's difficult. So if you don't have a strategy in place, a real strategy in place to be able to say to yourself, okay, I'm going to put some of my money in the casino, the stock market. But I'm going to put some of that dollars into a guarantee account where you cannot lose. 
You can only make on the upside. Now, these are big insurance companies we're using. But you have to understand, if you don't, do not have a game plan going in or pre-going in and just say, no, I'm going to leave it in the stock market and let it come back, your comeback I mean, might be a lot longer. You might as well go to the casino. Right. You I, said it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, think about it. You lose 50%, John, and, and you've seen that over the last couple of years. It, it, just to break even, it's 100% to break even. People it, don't get that. It might take you 10 years. Correct. Now you're 85 yeah, years old. Yeah, so right. there is an issue that we need to address, especially going into or five years or so away from retirement. All right. Hold that thought. Sure. We're coming up on a break. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is JML Financial. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. 609-407-1450 is our number here. We have some open lines. If you want to talk to Joe, you got a financial question or you want to know what to do with your money, this is the time to call 609-407-1450. And we'll talk about Joe's books. All of that after these words. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness spend or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Want to save money in these inflationary times? Write this number down, 855-910-1246, 855-910-1246. Text your number to that number, and you'll be part of BF Mazio's Text Message Club, where you'll receive specials and coupons that will save you money. BF Mazio, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Gift baskets, catering for all occasions, and more. 601 New Road, Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. Oh, we're back. <laughs> we're back. We are back. Joe Yakovich, available during the week. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. That's his number. And uh, his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. Let's uh, give out your books. You know, we have Heart of Your Money. And then uh, we just did uh, Bulletproof Your Retirement, which is, we just did a remake of that. Um, changed a few things in it. And that's a great, you know, it's a great book to read. There's no cost. I hand it out when I meet with people. Um, basic fundamentals. You know, we talk about taxes. We talk about inflation. We talk about income. We talk about having a, you know, being a burden on your family. And what can we do now, today, not five years from now? What can we do today to change your trajectory of your money? Because all it does is if you do what we're talking about, you lose a little bit. It's your whole end game changes. So if somebody's not speaking with you five years out, 
and you're not being proactive, it's on your head now. But if you're proactive and you're really thinking about that, your own financial future, John, it's it's time to sit down with someone like myself or anyone for that matter that understands income planning. It's not just about accumulation planning, John. Just putting the money away is somewhat simple. That's, it. That's easy. So, yeah. I mean, think about it, everyone. Yeah. It, it, you know, you, you, we see the, what's going on. You, you diversify a little bit, and you, you do your best to put it away. But you have a timeline of maybe 20 or 30 years. But when you flip the coin and you now you're in retirement and you have maybe 20 or 30 years to take that money and make sure it doesn't run out before you do – well, now what do you do? The game is a change. It's a completely change. I'll give you an example, even from what we're saying. We were in um, in Park City, Utah, and we did some uh, trailblazing up this uh, this mountain. Now, I'm talking serious. We're not talking about no uh, uh, Poconos. We're talking 10,000 feet up. And as I was going, and I was tripping along, man, my son, I look over my wife's on the sideline. She, I said, you all right, honey? Yeah, I got to need a little break here, and a little breathing, a little difficult because of the air. We, and I had a trooper. She was a real trooper. We got up the mountain. But you saw getting up the mountain was was a struggle. But still, because of the air, we made those adjustments. You know, we took a little break, you know, had a little water. We got to a, a great elevation. And how far up, I don't know. We got to a, a little uh, uh, a lake. It was beautiful. Now the question was of coming down. Oh, Coming down is a little <clears throat> different, dicier than going up, especially on some of that slippery rocks, so to speak. And we had a, a couple of slippery rocks. So you had a detour, your destination coming down that was different than going up. And if I, and I kept on thinking, man, this is exactly what my book's about, Getting Up the Mountain, which is another book we wrote. And then wealth beyond taxes. So all this, these writings I've had and had been an evolution of 30 years of saying, okay, what are the best and easiest ways to comprehend what I'm saying? Because it's pretty technical stuff. And I'm not, I do my best to make it simple. And simple was coming down that mountain. And it was just a coincidence, John. I'm not no hero, but as I was going down the mountain or getting down the mountain, my family were in front of me and there was a guy coming up, which is kind of wild. He had his kid on his back, you know, and is strapped in. And this is a perfect, I mean, talking about God helping me or helping him as he was getting up and we were crossing, you know, on these slippery rocks and he slipped. He had his kid on his back. He had one foot planted and he had the other foot almost like a spread eagle on the back of him. Wow. I said, yo, bud. I'm here. I handed my, my, my big claw out to him. He grabbed the horn of me. <laughs> I pulled him up and he went on his merry way. But it just proves the point. It's different in every situation that you're talking to people about what the potential pitfalls can be. Yes. That could hurt you and you might not ever recover from those things. That's so right. you need to have a plan of action and making sure you have a direction where you should be going. All right. 609-407-1450 is our number. If you want a copy of any of Joe's books, you want them all, just call the show right now. Uh, Chris will take your number. Yep. And uh, Joe's office will contact you and mail them out to you. It's yeah, that I, simple. Okay. That's simple. That's okay. simple. Yep. Now, <clears throat> you mentioned we want to talk about taxes, but you mentioned before the break. Yep. That unless you have guarantees, it's kind of like you're skating on thin ice 
if you don't have those. So right. talk about guarantees that you build into a portfolio. Every every client is different, John. You know this. And I don't care how much money we're speaking about, but you need to have some of your dollars where in the market corrects itself. And it will correct itself over time. You need to be able to be in a position to have part of your dollars no different than a pension plan and no different from a Social Security paycheck that you get every month. You need to have some of your money in guarantee accounts that you can start to spit out at income as long as you do. We use mortality credits. People don't understand what mortality credits are. We can give you a better rate of return and have that money last forever for that person or family. So we put strategies together and people still like the risk, but how do you afford to take a risk at 65 or 70 plus and try to recover from that? You don't. And you don't. You know, you might pick, and by the way, for those of you that are believing, oh, I can buy, uh, you know, dividend paying stocks and all. Okay. Well, that might be okay some 10 years ago. I'm not saying it today, but what's happening, if you factor in dividend paying stocks, you probably at this point right now, I'm talking about right now to go into a six to nine percent CD at five and a half percent. So there's a lot of other things you need to be concerned with, but be proactive. I mean, have someone that sit with you to say, what would you do? I, I just, we picked up a, a couple of clients from the show, we sat down with them and they were all over the place. I said, how do you, you know, how do you control it? Where, where's, they have no idea whether it's half their And money. that's typical, by the way, right? Very typical, John. Very typical. And, and we try to organize them. Like our first thing is we organize you and seeing what you have. Where do you want to be? Do you want to leave money to your family member or charity? How much income do you are going to need in the future? We try to do our best to see what they have now, pension plan, social security, et cetera, et cetera. Or do they have any insurance that they're going to be left to from inheritances? So it's a lot of conversations we have. But once we put a plan together for that person, John, it, it seems like it's almost – <laughs> How do I explain it? It's iconic because they, you can almost feel that their, their stress level decreases dramatically. Like they're like, wow, you did us a favor by putting us in the right direction. It was so e- It wasn't difficult, but when you share with people information and you share with them and by the questions that you ask, because I'm looking for the answers and not telling them what to do. I'm asking them, how do you feel about this? And how do you feel about what we're doing? And I and I get them to like kind of open up somewhat. And before you know it, they're they're doing all the talking and saying, "Yeah, this is what I want. Can you do that? Yes, I can. I want to do this. Now you're not going to be able to do that because of this. So I give them a reason, a roadmap to go down where they can't falter. It's like you know, have you ever played uh, when you were a kid? We probably did it probably last week, but have you ever played? <laughs> have you ever went bowling? Uh, yes. Well, you remember those little bumper things on yes, the side of things? Yes. Well, think about it. I'm the bumpers. Yes. You can't go in an alley. You're going somewhere down the middle. Yeah, you're yeah. hoping, you know. I, I bowl with my grandson. He oh, uses, so you get them. He, he uses the yeah, bumpers, yeah. I, by the way, I use them okay. too. <laughs> and that's kind of what we do, John. We are your bumpers to get your ball as, as straight as we can down the middle if we can. But there's going to be some sidebars like we've seen with inflation and taxes and all the things that the government's been throwing at us. I mean, we're the the, the really nasty part of my profession because I <laughs> don't know and, and I'm never – I'm shocked on some of the things I hear that the government throws out there 
that really deter the long-range gold, like you said earlier. Oh, yeah, this is going to save us money. I don't know where you've been. I don't, you know, save you where? I mean, we have yeah. 400 jobs. Where are you getting, where are you getting these jobs at? I mean, yeah. we've just seen yeah. what just happened. I mean, <laughs> it's so obvious to us and it's gotten very frustrating for the American public because we are no better than at Russia and China when it comes to corruption here. Yeah. This is not supposed to be this. So someone yeah. has to step in and say, whoa, whoa, this has got to, this man is, must stop and let's put a, a plan together for people to help them. They're not helping them. They really are all things that I've heard. It has hurt all my clients, and they all make between eighty thousand and five hundred thousand. There's a lot of listeners here that make those type of incomes, and I didn't see one person. They go, "Oh yeah, you've really helped us on some of the things you've done." So we're ready. Okay. Uh, speaking of ready, uh, we got a call. Got a call. One of your one of your friends. One of my court. Hey, hello, Al. Al. Good morning, Al. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, Al. I just got off the. I, I did a, a a piece here. I'm glad you called in. Now I know you're busy today. I only grab you for one thing. In the, in the housing market, um, what I'm seeing, what I just read, just like yesterday, you're seeing new home buying, medium uh, priced homes and used homes, almost the same. Now I don't know about this here, but you know, nationwide. Um, that's what's starting to happen. Now, how long that's going to happen, I do not know. And who's going to wake up first, the, the, the buyers or the sellers? Can you comment on that out at all? <coughs> Just to clarify, you said that medium-priced homes mm-hmm. are equivalent to the price of a new home. Right. I mean, a, a, a home that's older is trading at the same amount that a brand new constructed home is. Correct. Is that correct. That's what's happening today. Well, it's a little bit of a challenge to answer, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you my 17 years and what I'm seeing in the market. Typically, typically, new homes are going to be a little bit pricier than a home that's older, five, six, eight, eight years, whatever, for the simple fact that the material to build a new home now oh, yeah. is Three times what it cost yeah. to build that home 10 years ago. So that's factored into the builder's acquisition, the builder's cost, the price of material, blah, 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 blah. So typically, new home prices are going to be higher for that reason. However, there's such a demand for housing all across the board, new home, old home, falling down home, don't care, whatever home. There's 12 buyers for every home. So if it's priced at, I don't know, let's use the average sale price. I think it's 350 in our area. Four, okay. that yeah, they, they were using, they were using like, uh, Al, they were using like four, 415 yeah. as a medium average. Okay. So let's say it's four. Make the numbers easy. Okay. A $400,000 house that goes on the market today, if it's nice and move in, maybe needs some cosmetics, whatever, most likely it's going to trade at 425, maybe even 450. Because of the demand. So that's why the prices of homes 8, 10 years old or ever old are going to get a higher price almost, not quite, but almost matching the price of a new home because of uh, of the demand for it. And that's, I think that kind of answers the question a little bit. I think it makes sense that way to explain why an older home would be almost getting as much money as a new home is because the price, the bidding goes up. 
And with a developer, when he's got, and there's not many in our area, Joe, they, they yeah. don't put 100 homes up at a time anymore. Right. You know, maybe two, three, six, eight, maybe, maybe 11. And that'd be a lot. So if you got 11 and the developer's opening it up to the market, well, you're going to do that, that little trailer with the desk and all the buyers are going to come in and lock up their lots and they're going to be done in, in two weeks. They're going to be sold out. Right. So that's what's happening. I hope that helps. Is that there's still a bidding war out uh, for homes? There is. Yes, there is oh. every deal. Oh, man, every deal. And it's no matter what the condition, if it's, you know, the thing with, with some of these older homes depends on the condition, obviously, but a lot of buyers to get the deal, forget about the price. That's one component of the, of the offer. It's also price and terms. Okay. What are your terms? Well, we're not doing any inspections. We're going to take it as is. We'll settle in two weeks. We'll do whatever. I want the house. Right. So even an older home that might need thirty, forty, fifty thousand in repairs, if that much, they're waiving it. They're saying, "No, don't worry about. It. We'll do. Them. We'll we'll get to it." So that tells you a little bit about demand in this market. Well, good stuff, Al. Good stuff, Al. Uh, thanks for right. uh, thanks for calling. Thanks, Appreciate Al. Have it. a great day, bud. Appreciate calling you in, too, bud. Guys. You got it. Talk with the purposes. The show Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Joe Yakovich is here and, uh, and friends. <laughs> well, you know, we're all contributing to this. Well, what happens is I, I try, like, Al's from, uh, Keller Williams, uh, local, uh, he's in Morristown and Northfield, his office. And, um, I use him and, uh, he's, he's well versed in this particular area. Um, but, you know, you want to get a, a, another view and you, and you're going to the source, uh, a person that works the profession, you know, in a residential market. Uh, for us, for you and I, John, we, we're not, we're dealing with in the shore air, but I'm also having an office in Cherry Hill. Yeah, so right. I get a chance to see both sides of this coin. And he's right. I mean, you're, you're seeing homes that are priced in. And the only reason why the builders are making it more conducive and they're, they're throwing carrots out there to, uh, equal the, you, and, and they, they're the smarter ones, believe me or not, when you talk about the builders, because they're already into the deal with, uh, like they said, acquisition cost and material and, and labor costs and what have you. So you're seeing that that equalization of both of those houses, and it's going to change. I mean, we're in a bubble here, so people need to be, you know, be in view of it. Will there be a turnaround? I'm hoping it will be to settle down this uh, this home buying uh, spree, and hopefully uh, with uh, interest rates coming down. But right now we are at a you know seven percent or give or take close to it mortgage rate where we had. Two percent or three percent, not too long ago. So you see what just happened. Yeah. Okay. We're coming up on a break. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty is our number here in the studio. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Talk with the purpose of the show. I'm John Damasi with Joe Yakovich. Joe is JML Financial. His website jmlfinancialgroup.com, and he is here to talk finances with you. And if you got something you want to talk about or you want to ask him. Hey, now's the time to call 609-407-1450. We're coming back with more with Joe Yakovich after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. 
Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Less humid with times of clouds and sunshine this afternoon. Dry, warm weather in store for the weekend, my friend. High 88. Mainly clear, stargazing night with low 64. Partly sunny all day tomorrow. High up to 91 to wrap the weekend. More humid when you get back at it Monday. A thick cloud cover in the morning. Then clouds and sun in the afternoon. We've got a thunderstorm Monday with a high 84. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back here with Joe Yakovich. Joe is JML Financial. If you want to reach him during the week, 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. You want to call and make an appointment, Joe will sit down with you. It doesn't cost you anything. He'll sit down with you and uh, try to straighten out your situation. And you heard he's sat down with a few people here from the radio show. And, you know, it's just... They're all over the place. So yeah. Joe kind of streamlines things for you and uh, makes it very simple. Yep. 856-751-1771 and his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com. You want to talk to Joe right now, 609-407-1450 is our number here in the studio. We're going to talk about taxes, Joe. Uh, my favorite subject to talk about, you know. You, yeah, uh, my favorite subject too. You know, it's uh, it's not a good thing. Taxes uh, where they are today. Well, you know. what what would you say if 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 we taxed every person? We're only picking up so much, and uh, well, there's, there's other issues, John. If you think about it, and people ask me, you know, where do you get that information from? Because you said a little earlier on your uh, your program at ten about experts and some of your callers said you know who's the expert you know where do you find these experts i I love that yeah i always say experts say i don't know what the expert and i don't know if i'm an expert all i do is share with you information i'll give you a perfect example for all of you all of you that you could listen to or and and retrieve it's free it's called wage statistics wage statistics and it's a, a a website that basically will tell you what the uh, the income is for people today, like today, this second, not five years from now or projection. And you'll see for yourself, you know, the problem that we're faced with this country because of the wage statistics. And you see inflation go up and, and with cause of taxes. So think about this, John. We have not only issues with the ammunition creation that we just occurred. We don't have enough ammunition. We can't make it fast enough. We also have uh, what type of quality health care that's really going to start to stem from the COVID and bite us down the road because the costs have been 
completely driven up. You have the disasters, John. You see a flood and a fire like it's no big deal today. Yeah. Like before, you're like, wow, look at that. Now it's become almost common. I'll give an example. In Florida, I don't know if you know this or not, there's two or three companies, big insurance companies, that pulled out of the state for homeowner's insurance. Yeah. You can't even get homeowner's insurance in the state of Florida. Or if you can get homeowner's insurance, the cost is... I mean, really, my friend astronomical. Lives, my friend lives in Florida. He yeah. Lives. That's what happened to him. Even in New Jersey, John, where I live, and I'm not on the beach, but I'm far enough away, and I can't believe what I'm paying for homeowner's insurance on my property. And I'm on brick, so, you know, don't, you're not burning mine down. But, yeah. you know, my point is it's, it's a big, big cost for this. And so, flood insurance, too. Right, flood insurance. So we're going to need more taxes in the future. Uh, and we can't raise it fast enough, John, to resume and keep the revenue going on in our country. So that's our biggest concern. Now, people say, well, we're going to be in a lower tax bracket because I don't make enough income. That's their comeback to me. That's what they say to me. Yeah. I said, hold on, bye, 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 bye. let's back up here. You're making X, and let's just say it's 3000 a month, and you haven't thought about it that, you know, you're $3,000 a month that you are taking in might be cut in half because of inflation. Now, you don't have to take out more money from your other investment. But where's it written where because they need more money, because of all the things they promised us, instead of starting your tax bracket at 10%, they don't start it at 25 or 30%. That's the starting point. And then go up from there. So don't tell me... That taxes are going to be low for the rest of your life. It might not be the case here. So I need people to be aware of that or at least have a conversation that, that you're prepared for. It. Correct. That's what you're exactly. – because what you do is prepare Correct. people for – Because I don't know. Yes. I'm not a crystal ball reader. Right. Mine's not as good or bad than yours. But we need to prepare. We need to be have a uh, – you know, like when you're going into whatever, you need to be prepared for what you're going about to see. And we don't know what's going to happen because we don't know who's in office that can change the game on us That's anytime right. they want. All right. We're going to talk to John in Ocean City. John, you're on with Joe Yakovich. Good morning. Good morning, John. So, good morning. So life's akin to climbing a 24-foot high in elevation Rocky Mountain in Utah. Well, you don't want to miss your step, do you? <laughs> John, have you ever been here before? No, but uh, my physical therapist goes skiing there every winter after he was born and raised. It is the mecca of skiing, John. It had seven, think about it, John, 700 inches of snow this past, and most of it has already been uh, melted, but it's absolutely gorgeous. It really is. Yeah, yeah. It's part of God's creation, and and God bless Mom America. Yeah. Amen. Um, Now, not having your eggs in one basket, that's what you're talking about. We have insolvency... with our banks, so where the banks can't uh, protect you, uh, the insurance companies take over. But there's insolvency there, too. They're insolvent, too. So do you also teach your clients how to uh, keep a vulture eye or an eagle eye on that money and make sure you can pull it out at the right time, too? That's my question. Thank you. Johnny, you have um, hit the nail right on its head because not too many people would ask that question, but I bring it up. Yes, I deal with companies. We use a, a, a different rating system. It's called the TSR system. It actually looks at transparency of the underlining portfolio of an insurance company. I also believe, John, that people, if they really knew this, that the banking system is in major dire straits here. We're, we're this is a we're teetering on some 
possibility of disaster. People don't get that. They just, you know, go through life and, oh, I want to go to the beach today. I, I get it. I get it. But when you're dealing with insurance companies, John, we deal with fraternal order companies. I deal with very solvent companies. I look at that. I, I, I used to look at it when I started out in the business 40 years ago, give or take. But it wasn't as you know, interesting for the client. Now it became to me like I got to start to look at this a little deeper because some of these companies, they're they're selling away with derivatives that you, you don't even know or have to know what they're doing, especially transferring from a mutual company to a stock company. Not to go into the weeds, but it, it is very important for me when I'm presenting an insurance carrier that I show the client or represent a client that understands that this is the financial strength, this is what it has in its portfolio, and the likelihood that we're seeing today in the portfolio are going to hold up as long as possible. Where other companies, if you don't look at that and you look at the rating systems, that doesn't really tell you the full truth of a company. But a good, but very good point, John, because that's what we do a lot of and making sure we evaluate the underlying portfolio of an insurance company. Think about it. The banks are forget it. They're you know they're they're on a, a thin thin uh, ice here because of what's going on. What they're able to do, take a dollar in, they lend it out ninety percent of their dollar. So, but they're backed up. But you know the Fed. So you know our, our government. So you, you have to look at insurance companies a little different, and which, which we do quite a bit. Good so question, uh, let's uh, and we'll start this now, and then we're coming yeah. up on our final break. What would it look like? If you let's say, and God forbid on this, yep. you run out of money. Yeah, what what would your retirement look like? Well, that that's the ugly that's the ugly question of all questions. Will you, what do you look like? So, despite inflation cooling, the cost of living, consumers' product are still high. Like I, we mentioned at the store, and it's not getting any you know getting better. Um, I had my car fixed. I went to two different uh, dealerships: a dealership and a personal person that does you know. Uh, working on cars, and I can't tell you with the spread different. It was substantially different, almost double. Wow! And I did my due diligence, you know. Uh, but there's one thing we overlook and double check that you're you need to start to think about. You know, do you have to uh, subscribe to all the services? Do you have to use them? Do you use them? For example, food apps and other possible money draining things that you can particularly cut back on. Uh, focus on debt. Now, people don't understand this, but I'm a, you know, everyone have heard of Dave Ramsey. Good theory, but doesn't have money at the end, John. Yeah. Our, our philosophy is we get you out of debt as fast as possible, but in the same breath, we're having you save money, the what and how we do the strategy we present. People go, really? I say, you pay the same amount of money to your debt, and after you pay it off, we don't have you stop paying it off. You have it put someplace to save a compound interest effect, so to speak. So the lost opportunity, that money goes away. No, 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 we're going to capture that back and put into account that at the end of the day, your debt will be paid off much faster, but you'll have a chunk of money at the end. And also the most important thing, John, as I speak with about debt, and we have a, a program we use to implement, it's called Debt Free for Life Strategy, that we sit people, depending Again, how much debt they have. But again, once you've taken the debt down and you've gotten rid of the debt, now it's time to kick in the savings amount. You know, making sure you set it up properly. Again, before five years, we need to look at retirement. And if, if you tell me you got 
15 years out, then we can look at things differently because we have a time horizon that we can take advantage of and still mirror some of the things in the market. But when it comes to five years out, John, it's time to look at income planning. It's it's not a, a question of if, it's a question of when. And my big belief is right now, debt, debt, if you have a lot of debt, you need, I know this is going to sound kind of oxymoron for me, you need life insurance. Why? Because it covers, if the major person it gets all the income for the family in, if that person passes, if they're having a problem now, of covering costs. If that main person, the breadwinner, goes down, either through a disability or dies, what happened to the rest of the family? Or they got to go into a, a facility. What happened to the family? So we put plans together as we knock down the debt and also save simultaneously. And that's the thing that we share our with our clients. We educate them on that area and they go, oh, Wow, I never thought about that. I I get this all the time, which is really kind of cool when I'm talking to them. I never thought about that. Yeah. And when you hear that, you go, oh, they got it. And it's it's easy to understand when you sit down with somebody that looks at everything with them. Okay, we're coming up on our final break of the morning. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is our financial guy, and uh, he's got a few more thoughts here on the show. 609-407-1450 is our number here, 609-407-1450. Final thoughts with Joe Yakovich after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. Joe Yakovich, he is here and he is available during the week at 856 856- 751-1771. That is the number in his office. You call there and you make an appointment with him and it doesn't cost you anything and you'll really learn a lot, believe me. Yep. 856-751-1771 and his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. A lot of good stuff on there. jmlfinancialgroup.com is the website. Couple of minutes left. If uh, you have a quick question here for Joe, 609-407-1450. You have a statistic here that you wanted to share. Surprised me, but then again, it didn't surprise me. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, nothing surprises me with with what you bring out here. Oh yeah, I, I mean, it's it's pretty cool, but it is uh, some of the stuff that I, uh, I I gather from information that I I dig down a little deeper than the average. Uh, it's um, it's shocking to me sometimes some of these statistics. But one statistic I want people to really wake up to because it's happening right now that one out of every five Americans is a non paid caregiver. This is the destruction of family. I don't know if you know that or not, John. It's it's 70 to 80% of the people over the age of 65, you get this, will need some type of long-term care. I'm not, you, not just, you had this in your own family. Yeah. My yeah. mother, yeah, before she passed, my two sisters basically took care of my mother. And I was in a, and I was in the capacity to, to do as much as I would love to have done. My sisters were there. They lived uh, with my mom. Uh, but I'm not one that's going to wash my mom, you know, and my sister was there to do those things before she passed. So, you know, uh, both of my sisters had to take that job on, and that was di- disruptive. I mean, it was not really at the time that it happened 20 years ago. I can still remember what was yesterday, actually more than that. Today, if you fast forward this and you have people living all over the country to be able to take care of mom and dad, what does it look like? You know, it's very, very uh, in terms of concerning of me. And if you don't have a plan together, and these are the type of conversations uh, that I initiate with the people, the inv- individual that are going through this stuff. And when it, it really is alarming, John, that I see more and more of it today than I've ever seen before. And one of the reasons, because people are what? Living longer. longer. Yeah. Because of technology. And you yeah. don't think about it, but... It is something that I have a conversation. It's a tough question, John, that I sit with people with empathy and say, listen, let me share with you the experience that I went through that it's something that I can never, ever forget. You know, it's really embedded. I can talk about it like it was yesterday and it was 20 plus years ago. Think about it. So it really made resonated with me to talk to people and say, let's get this straight. Let's put the plan together. Let's make sure that these things will never happen to. And if I was able to put a plan together for you, when would you want to start this plan? Or when would you at least want to open up a conversation about this money or how you're going to either leave it or spend it? And it's really interesting. I really, I get, I get different views, but when you open it up and ask the question from that angle and let them make that decision and say, what happens if this happens? What does it look like? They really... Tell me, like, yeah, you're right. I, I never thought about that. I, I get that. I never thought about that kind of answer. You know, uh, you also told me seventy to eighty percent of people over the age of sixty-five will need some type of long-term care. Seventy to eighty percent. Yeah, people don't get this, Johnny. I, they, I, I think they're like. Wow. I'm telling you, think about what I'm saying to you. We have a, a, an aging population. People yeah. don't get this. Who's going to take care of all these people? And by the way, the long-term care. I'm not talking about long-term care where people go into there and you stay there. There's sometimes you have these policies or or you have these situations where you, you know, go in for, you know, for half a day and you come home. You know, daycare kind of thing. So yeah. my concerns are – and by the way, who's going to transport that person to the facility? That's another back? problem. There's yeah. a lot of different things that I, I, I put on the table and said, what if there was a way to prevent these things from happening? Let's talk about it. And they're open to it because they're realizing that they've, they're they either looking at it in their face now or they're looking at themselves and saying, yeah, what happens if, if one of us, 
you know, have this yeah, problem. Yeah. So that's a really concern. Of if what you I take nothing out of this show, you should take this fact that you got to sit down with somebody. Correct. And really go over your situation, particularly if you're five years out, even if you're in retirement. I right. mean, because you may have done something wrong. Correct. In the course of your travels. Well, there's, there's two things, John, before we end, you know, it, it, dying too soon and being a burden on your family. And if we can prevent those things from happening. That, that's the that's a straight and narrow. That, those, those bumpers we're talking about to get you down where you're supposed to be. And that is going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Joe Yakovich is available during the week, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer. And thanks to Joe Yakovich for uh, giving us uh, some good advice. I'm John DeMassey. Thank you for listening. Without you, we don't have a show. You know that. We'll talk to you next Saturday, 9 to noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take care. The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.